All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Ah, buddies, here we go. Another edition of Barn Burner. It is Wednesday, the 24th, I believe, of January. Already uh, one month away from Christmas. Does it feel like Christmas was a month ago? Or does it feel longer? Because it feels longer to me. We've been moving on shaking a bit, you know. To Phoenix, went to Jasper. So much. We've had so much on the go. Rhett went to Port Huron. Beautiful. I mean, talk about spectacular Utica. 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 Yeah. 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 Lifestyles of the uh, not so rich and not so famous. That's kind of how it goes. We have uh, a busy show today. Lots to get to. Our buddy Noodle is going to join us, Jamie McLennan, on the Telus Insider Hotline. We have announcements to make today. We have things to potentially give away today. Lots to do. Lots to do. And Rhett looks like he's raring to go. Mm-mm. I look good today. I was actually admiring myself. You were, hey? <laughs> How's that going? Is it stoic or stoic? Stoic. It's, yeah. it's stoic for sure, or um, sleepy. I've I've never heard Rhett say. Why don't you take your shades off? There, glimmer of light in your eyes. Let's see how mm-hmm. your eyes yeah, shine. Yeah, in yeah. The... yeah. I'm no. great. No, you do look good for sure. So what what part, what aspect of your uh, of your general aura there are you most impressed with the the hair growth is just about the right length yeah the cut just of the jib scruff just enough yeah. scruff to hide my third chin it's got a good jaw yeah that's what he's doing and uh and good uh hair growth speedy 
follically, uh, not follically challenged. I'm going to grow the top. Are out. you growing her out? Join me, Rhett. Join tips. me. Going to get some frost tips. tips. Tips going. It is time to get into it, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for McLeod Law, our opening statements. The oh. uh, Flames last night, a 3-1 lead, then give up three unanswered to lose by a score of 4-3 to three in regulation time. Not even a point, nothing to come after a 3-1 lead. They did not start particularly well. Jacob Markstrom had to be great. He was. They get the goals that they need. You would hope three's going to, maybe three. Should be enough, maybe? You think? Maybe? Mm. Not last night. Not last night. If you're... Sorry, are we just wanting to comment on the game? or was Your opening the... statements. All okay, the, my, the opening yours, sta my opening statement would be after watching Markstrom last night that if I'm Brad Living, I'm moving heaven and earth to get that goaltender. I understand that they've got two and a half years and there's no rush, but if you look at Markstrom's time in Calgary, it's not great years strung together. There's great years here and there. You won't want to be in a spot. Well, maybe we'll sell him next year and you get another 895 season out of him. He's playing great right now. I, I, I don't earth. think there'll be a time he's worth more than right now. He's, I don't, I can't predict the future. I am not Kreskin. I don't have the crystal ball. I don't even have the eight ball. Do you have the eight ball, Dean? I don't have the eight ball. Ryan had on his weekend. Ball. Yeah. Plug it in. Make sure that's working. Because what was it, Kreskin? He would do the, uh, He'd hold it up to his head and then be able to predict what was going on. I was listening to uh, Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill on uh, Leafs Morning Take. Careful. And uh, yeah, the, it seems like Martin Jones, his play has kind of, you, you get a little bit for a while and then it kind of turns so Martin Jones. Little if you want to win a cup in Toronto where they have to win one, like it's bound to happen. Get need a goalie. Why are you trying to monkey wrench a, a shitty goalie into this spot? I mean, Samson I know fell right to pieces. I know Sarah Valley doesn't up. believe in good goaltending, but some people do believe in good goaltending. <laughs> Is that how it goes? It well, may really be putting words in people's yeah. mouths today, huh? He's a Philly guy, right? The Flyers. Yeah. yeah, it's all the same. No, he was great. I, he was you, awesome. You look at, it was. You talk about high danger or whatever you want to call it, scoring chances. Well, there's the partial break less than two minutes in for Brandon Sod yep. makes that save. Tori Krug in the slot save. Vucinavich, pretty clear shot to uh, Markstrom's right. Good yep. save. Markstrom uh, comes to dive and poke away the puck on another Sod breakaway. Sod hits the crossbar, then scores. Uh, Pays on the power play from the right dot. Another Sod breakaway, tied at one in the second. Shen breakaway scores and then another and then Cairo has has a breakaway yeah that, that's um what how, how many it's not that's it's not tight defensive hockey and then the game winner goes in off uh osterly and uh okay. um yeah. question are we gonna, i don't want to change the subject well we can get to that later i guess let's stick to markstrom well plus your buddies your buddies in the in the waiting room all right we'll get him in bring him in your buddy's hanging out you want to bring him in he I'll is just... uh O opening statement. I want to get through it. I want to do it, do right by McLeod Law. But that's my mm -hmm. opening look. Is that I'm watching Markstrom last night? If I'm a team that thinks I can win and I need a goalie, I am. I'm going all in. I'm going all in. Well, we got a goalie coming up, so I wonder if he'll 
have any thoughts. <laughs> That's gonna be yes, a tough yes one. goalies yeah. are very important. Let's go to the Insider Hotline, a presentation of TELUS. You can enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you got to do is fill out a quick survey to enter. TELUS.com slash Flames Contest, and you can be a winner with TELUS. There's Jamie McLennan looking sharp, looking very uh, studious with the eyeglass. Is that for oh, reading? Wow. Is that for distance? When do we put on the goggles? Are you if, doing soldering? If, if you saw the text size of my phone, you would know why I need, like, I, I it's gotten to a point where, like, you, you'd stretch it out or whatever. Like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, somebody text me. So I do wear glasses for my computer and anything in tight. Outside of that, great vision. And I, I'll be honest, I need to bring this up before we get to hard-hitting, um, you know, right. flames talk. I've never seen Pinder salad before. Like, that is glorious. Oh, we just, isn't it amazing? It, it, I've never seen, like, you've always been wearing a hat or, like, some sort of beanie or something. I didn't realize you had this ridiculous flow under there. It's gorgeous. We took wow. uh, 30 fellas to the mullet arena, and I said, we're sell the trip out. I'm, I'm cutting a mullet in. We're going to yes. get out the hedge trimmers and, and rip a mullet. And then yeah. we did it. We all laughed, and we're like, it actually looks pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> so we might <laughs> keep it a little longer. There's a reason why I'm wearing a hat because my hair is stuck to it underneath. Because there's some guys like I need the I might need the salad rebuild at some point. The the cold yeah. spray oh. thing, the yeah. <laughs> the GLH spray, the Ron Ron Popeil GLH yes. spray. spray on hair. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just trying to convince him. We're trying to come up with uh, events in the calendar that he has to keep the mullet for. Well, this is, yeah. you know, we, we're going to Toronto for the All-Star Game, so you got to have the mullet for that. Yeah, but the Kiprasov jersey retirement. There you got to have it for that. you got to yeah. shave 34 into the side of your head. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we had some opening statements. The Flames last night led 3-1 to one on St. Louis and then lost 4-3 in regulation. And Rhett's opening statement uh, was if uh, Jacob Markstrom, if he's Brad Treliving, he's moving heaven and earth to bring in Jacob Markstrom. Uh, you're you're in Toronto. I yeah. kind of we, we kind of ran through Martin Jones was good, but then it's oh, he's still Martin Jones. Uh, Joseph Wall, young guy injured, will be back at some point. But is that who you want to carry the torch for you? And then, of course, uh, Ilya Samsonov, who uh, was broken and they're trying to Humpty Dumpty him. Yeah, uh, there's no question that Markstrom is a major upgrade on on all of the above. Yes, I don't disagree uh, 100% of what you just laid out. My question would be back to you or my statement is, are the Leafs a goalie away from being super special? I don't think so. I don't think there's they're one move away. Everybody's a goalie away from being super I special. Agree. You as a goaltender should know that. I, I'm I'm saying, yes, you can go on a run. If you got Kippersoff and Aginla and 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 a bunch of guys that play like a team and play good defense and have a great coach and all of that, you're right. But I'm also looking at Toronto the way they defend, the way that they have holes on the back end, the way that they are physically sometimes pushed out of games in the playoffs. I don't know if a goalie fixes that. I think there's saves to be made. I think, but when when the nitty gritty comes down to it, guaranteed. There's a guy at the other end who is Markstrom's probably equal. You know, if 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 it's Vasilevsky, if it's Shesterkin, if the oh. Islanders go on a run with Wah, it's Sor Sorkin. If it's Demko, if it's Hellebuck, like, th like these are all quality teams that the goaltender helps out. 
but you look at the depth of them. So I would argue, so if the teams that I just mentioned, the Winnipeg's, Vancouver's, um, you know, Tampa's, all of that, like are the Leafs in that echelon? Are they below them? Are they staying right there? Like, I just don't think they're one move away. Obviously, Markstrom's a rock star. If I'm Jersey, I'm all in on him. That's, Carolina? If I'm Carolina, I'm all in on him. I think the Leafs, if they believe in Joseph Wall, then they're going to spend their money on D, and it's two of them. And and and, and maybe it's a, a fourth-line center or a third-line center. Because if John Tavares right now has gone point, pointless in eight games, if he doesn't round back into form, Max Domi's not your second-line center. Like, they need depth below that four. It looked good. Sometimes it looks good on paper. But I, I come back to saying they are multiple moves away from being that special team where it's not just a one and fix. Yes, Markstrom would help. And I don't disagree that Tree will be in on a goalie or should be. I just don't know if you'll go big game hunting or more. He might be looking at Danny Vladar, who is, he's familiar with, or you know, go through the list of goalies that might be Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, you know, um, who else? I mean, Colorado might be in on some of those goaltenders too. Georgiev is a, they, they don't have a real two, three situation there. It's Georgiev or bust. And that's a team that I think can do damage too. So I think there's a marketplace with musical chairs for a lot of goaltenders. And if Jacob Markstrom's available, people should be moving heaven and earth for him, but it's not just Toronto. I think it's a four or five pack of teams. And I think, Rhett, you're probably okay with that. Your point is that from the Flames' perspective, sell high. Yeah. yeah. I just watched him, how good he is right now. And I'm not – I said earlier this over the last month that keeping him is not the end of the world. I just feel like, man, he is – the way he played last night. <laughs> and you know what else it is too, Rhett? Playing great, breaks his hand, comes back – Picks right up where he was left mm -hmm. off. Yeah. Tweaks his knee at playing great. Tweaks his knee at practice. Misses three games. Comes back last night. Great. Lights out. Did the same it, thing in the fall when he was in Montreal. It was his best start of the year coming off missing yeah. some time. So you He's guys dialed playing, in here. He really you guys is. are fine with the game winner. I saw it change directions. It just looked ugly. Like yeah, I, it I looked ugly. Yeah. But how, if you, how many saves did he have to make to to get I, there? I get it. Like and and I just I was disappointed because when you're at three three you're going. This is going OT. And then that happens, and you're like, oh, like it just – it almost reverted back to how they were going at the starting of the year where they were getting some bad luck type of thing. Yeah. So I, my heart hurt for him on that one because you're right. He was great, gave them a chance to get that point, maybe even a second point in overtime, and then that moldy goal. Like it looked to me just off the shot like it hit like the right knee – and went left and bounced down kind of on him. It it because the original shot when you're watching it on TV, I was like, what the hell was that? Like it looked like he just kind of wasn't ready for the shot. It was from distance. It was almost like Sodge just throwing it at the net and gonna go change. Mm -hmm. And then you see the behind the net view and how much it changed direction and bounced. It almost skipped. That's what he was saying, is it was this almost a skip off the ice that, yeah. that fooled him. Yeah. And then off the post, I mean it was the the yeah. perfect shot kind of deal. But um, I, I just wonder for Markstrom, he has a no move. And this is pure speculation. We can move on. I just wonder, uh, is Toronto a place where he would say he would go to? I'm curious because that's, it's not for everybody. It's not. I mean, 
I tell my friends this, and I told Kipper this, I told Luongo when all of their names were being circulated. The fan base, regardless of who you are, 80% will love you no matter what you do. They're just a die, you know, they are diehard Leaf fans. 20% will question and either hate you or have a problem with you, and they are the noisiest. So if you can live with the 20%, and I don't know what the, the actual formula is. It might be 90-10. But whatever that minority noisy, uh, you know, fan base part of it or that that little piece of that pie, it is extremely negative and noisy. And that's the distracting part for an athlete. And it's not even I think players can live with it. You're starting to see the trickle down on how you know you forget how it affects the brother, the girlfriend, the wife, the sisters, the you know, everybody, because everyone's on social media now and, you know, guys are getting destroyed. They give up a bad goal or they make a bad play and they're trending on Twitter. And, you know, the, the wives are get you know, chirping. Like it, it's, it's crazy. Like I just, I, I'm lucky that I retired long before, you know, and I didn't, you know, have a significant other when I played. So I was fine with it, but it's just, I can't imagine the mental duress that gets applied in certain situations because of social media, because it's instantaneous information where a guy knows he screws up and he's probably dreading turning on his phone after the game going, I know I'm trending on Twitter. I know what's being said about me. And it's, it's hard. Like I would imagine that would weigh on a guy and it's probably a little bit noisier in bigger markets like Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. It's played in Vancouver. Yeah. What's that? Played in Vancouver, thrived in Vancouver when all was said and done. Hit rock bottom in Vancouver, cleared waivers, and then all the way to Vesna votes. Like, yeah. I don't worry too much about him in that market. Um, one of the, the topics that, that, that's related that came up last week, like, do you have any insight on where Dustin Wolf's head would be at? He, he cannot be asked to do anything more in the HL than he's done. He's been maybe the best goalie of the last quarter century in that league. It's remarkable, and yet here he is still waiting. Any thoughts on that as the Flames approach the deadline? I think you just have to literally say to him, you know, and, and that's probably where your relationship with the coach, you just say, you know, it's just a matter of time. Like you can see there's a pathway there. We love you. You know, this is part of the process. And I know it's lip service, but if you're being genuine and we all know Connie's a genuine guy, he's probably saying like, there is a pathway for you here. You just have to be patient and trust me. And if, if Craig Conroy said that to me, I, I would I would believe it in this instance because I I don't I've never heard Dustin Wolf's name ever thrown out in a trade rumor or anything like that and I don't believe they would. He's the goalie of the future. He's going to be the goalie of the now. I would say if you're Dustin Wolf right now at the end of January, like let's see where you're at five weeks from now because I would argue that if Connie holds true to what he's been talking about you know, one of them is probably going to go and he's going to shuffle a bunch of players or a handful of players that we've been talking about weekly um, who are potentially available. And, you know, I think Wolf, like, like I would say, let's talk to me March 9th and see yeah. where you're at. So what uh, we know you cover the senators, obviously in Toronto, you're heavy on the Leafs. What have you been seeing in the week since we chatted last? Well, I mean, I did the sen uh, senators Montreal game last night. And the cool thing, I don't know if you're seeing like, you know, there's mom's trips and dad's trips and stuff like that. I just, That's I was chuckling yesterday how old that we all are getting, because I'm going to include you old bastards as well, not just me. But 
So I walk into the morning skate and it's the Sens moms. So Mark Gregg, who I played junior with in Lethbridge, is Ridley Gregg's dad. Cindy uh, married Mark. I was there the night they met. We were at a bar Come and on. like, you know, I'm sitting there. So I, I've, I've known Cindy for years. I see her and I'm like, my God, like, you know, your kid's playing in the NHL and, he, and he's a good young player, really hard to play against. And then there's Ellen Sanderson, which is Jeff's wife, used to be Ellen Clark. I went to high school with her. I grew up with her. So I'm, I'm, it's like a high school reunion. I'm talking to these moms and they're just having the time of their lives. And, and, and it was a really neat thing to see because it's not just, I've seen other teams go, it's mentor's trip, it's dad's trip, it's mom's trip and stuff. So pretty cool stuff. Um, you know, throughout the league, the, the team up North, they can't, they, they couldn't get a win. They couldn't buy a win two months ago. Now they can't get out of the way without winning. Like they were terrible for the first two periods and just found a way, and now he's 14 in a row, and they got Chicago tomorrow. And they added Corey Perry for basically, you know, a bag of beans yeah. because, uh, you know, regardless if you think of the player, man, he's he's a pain in the ass to play against. So, you know, Edmonton got better. Um, and they're know, out of the goalie market now too, right? They're Well, they, no, I don't think they should be. Okay. They need, what are they looking for? They need somebody to play with Stuart Skinner, somebody with experience. If I was Ken Holland, I'd be calling Bill Guerin and say, what is Marc-Andre Fleury? What's it going to take to get him? Obviously, I'm not giving you a first round or something ridiculous, but could I get Marc-Andre Fleury from you for you know a reasonable price and you chew a little bit of his salary and make him a $1.5 million goal or whatever they could fit into their cap structure? And the reason being is Calvin Pickard's been really good They've got this kid, Rodriguez, in the minors. Uh, Jack Campbell has been 8-3 and three in his last, what, 11 uh, you know, decisions, but I don't know if that ship has sailed. But to me, I think if Marc-Andre Fleury or somebody who has some pedigree could be a safety blanket for Stuart Skinner, now you're, now you're, you're cooking. Because Skinner's their guy, and he's their starter, yeah. and he's proven that they're going to go with him. But they can't play him 70 games this year, 65 games. If I was them, I would try and find 55 games for him this year, make sure he's fresh for the playoffs and confident and have somebody that you trade for or you play picker till the deadline and you grab somebody and you have somebody come in that has pedigree and, and some experience. And that, that's the only reason why I brought up the Flowers name is I think there's a couple teams, including Toronto, that would probably be sniffing on the flower. I, I'm with you, Noodles. Like, I think he's proven he can be a good enough goalie, but what he hasn't proven is that he can do it through the course of a full season. He seems to be great when he's great, but when it was ugly the first month of the season, it was really ugly. So you're, you're kind of talking about an insurance policy, veteran backup is, is sort of that. Absolutely. Defined. He's their guy, but it's not bad having a guy who's won, you know, three cups sitting right there. And in, in case things go south and he has the demeanor, he's well-liked, he's to be a great mentor. He's been there, done that. And keep in mind, the last two cups he started, it was Matt Murray that he ended up being the safety blanket for mm -hmm. um, in Pittsburgh. So I think it's, it's, it would almost be like a perfect fit. Keep in mind, he's a really well-liked human. Like, you know, he wouldn't be a distraction if he wasn't playing in the room. That's, that's the other thing is you got to, you don't want anybody who's got a big ego or has the lip on because they think they should be in the net. If anything, 
you you want somebody who's in that scenario goes, I'd like a chance to win again and I'll contribute any way I can. So that's why I, I thought he would be a nice fit. Again, I'm just speculating, just thinking they don't need a starter. They need somebody to play with. And believe me, if I'm LA, if I'm all these teams, I'm Toronto, Carolina, you know, you name it. They're, I, I guarantee you they're all in on Fleury, at least called. LA Pierre LeBron, yeah. yeah, LA yeah. is interesting. Pierre LeBron had a thing yesterday talking about just how close with the trade deadline coming up in just over a month, how wide open, if you were to handicap it, I mean, who's the odds on favorite? You could probably pick six, seven, eight teams that you can, you can see, yeah, if they, if things bounce their way or go their way, they could be there. And the speculation, or at least the curiosity is, does that maybe keep some teams if, if in fact there's a month? But if it's similar in terms of standing and separation, if maybe GMs are saying, I'm just not, I'm not giving up a high-end prospect and a first to maybe upgrade, because not always do these things work out. In fact, often they don't work out. You bust up chemistry and whatever in your room. I'm I'm just if there's a minor a smaller deal, if there's a something that'll cost me a little less, smaller, then maybe that's the deal that we get done. And we talked to Sarah Valley yesterday and just wondering if that. You've got Elias Lindholm, who the Flames are going to want a ton for, obviously, and he has not played well at all right now. I looked this morning, zero goals and 14 straight, one goal in his last Oof. 23 games. That is not what Craig Conroy wants, whether he's keeping him or trading him. Um, but it is. You look at the standings. Uh, it's it's yeah. a it's a dog's breakfast in there. I, I can't help but wonder if maybe GMs are saying, you know what, screw it. Well, we've been good. We're right there. Let's just go. I agree. I think there might be managers that kind of come back to what I was talking about Toronto. If there's a team that doesn't think they're one piece away, then they might just go with what they have and, and trim around the outset outsides and go, yeah, we can grab this guy for depth or we can grab this guy and let's, let's roll the dice. We're going to be a playoff team. Let's see if we can catch lightning. We do the Florida Panthers and catch lightning in a bottle and our top players play well. And our goalie, mm -hmm. you know, stands on his head and let's see what unfolds. Um, you're right. There's not an odds on favorite because, you know, Vegas is really banged up. Like, I think they've got like seven minor leaguers in their roster right now. Like, which, you know, if they were healthy, those guys would be down playing and, and getting, you know, valuable minutes in the minors. You know, Boston is a team that I would argue maybe they're a one to two pieces away. Their D are really good. Their goaltending is unbelievable. And, Sorry. you know, the structure, Jim Montgomery's you know, known as a savant, as a coach, like a really sharp guy. And, you know, their top players are playing to their capabilities. But, you know, do you believe maybe a little help down the middle of the ice? Like Lindholm would be a guy that they might covet. I don't know if they pay a king's ransom for him. But that's where I was – I traveled with Mike Johnson this morning, and Johnny's a big um, analytics guy, right? So we are talking about numbers and, you know, who's, who's value and all of that. And – he talked about centermen and saying like Sean Monahan, his numbers are like some of the best out of the centermen available. Well, hang on. His face-off numbers are exceptional and he's creating a lot of chances with his passing on the power play. He's still a shitty defender that doesn't skate well and his shot's not nearly as good as it was. He's not finishing at high rates. There's some really nice high-end high, high -end stuff and I, I just read a deep dive that Frank did and matched it up with some other stuff, so... I'm not talking on my ass here. No, I think it's kind of been a little bit overhyped. It's a guy with a big injury track record who probably slots in as a three C, which is fair. 
But I, I guess what I was more talking about is it's thin out there. Like there's no, you know, there's no guy that's like riding in on a white horse that goes, I'm handing you the cup. You know, there's that, there's not this just, you know, massive move where if a team thinks they need depth and thinks they need a, a spot slotted in there, you know, is, is Monaghan a fit in Colorado? If you be, believe that Johansson has got some game, you know, like that type of stuff. Like I think teams will continue to try and go, okay, this guy looks pretty good. I was speaking more to like the position. It's thin if you're going to acquire, you know, a player. So maybe that gives Lindholm a little bit more juice uh, for Connie's asking price. But it, it comes back and it speaks to the market is, you know, there's no, you know, high end or super high end guys that are either looking for a change or, you know, a magic bullet for these teams that, you know, what you were talking about, Boomer, that that puts them over the top. But I, I would argue defense is a lot different. That's where the flames come in because, you know, that might start the trade. We'll call it cycle if Tanev, Hannafin are in play. I don't know what's up with Shillington, if he can settle back in. I know I see that he's practicing and he looks pretty good and all of that. Like, you know, maybe he's an option if he wants to get back in or they're just going to settle him back into the NHL. So there is some options, but Connie kind of holds the cards with it. Yeah, that I, I still, and we've talked a lot about it as we get closer to it. And if handicapping it, it, it still feels like Tanev trade. And I, I just think the Hannafin, the minutes, the age, he's playing great right now. I wonder if, if Conroy goes back to the drawing board and tries to get Hannafin done here long-term. Yeah, I mean, you do have to keep players in your roster. And I think we've talked about it, whether, you know, if you're going to keep any of all of those guys, he would be the guy you circle based on age and skating for me. Because, mm -hmm. you know, guys drop off at 30, whatever. And I think if you're a good skater, the drop-off is a little bit later because they're natural skaters. I don't know. I mean... It's it's very interesting, but I would include I think Edmonton got better with Perry being added in. And I, I think with Holloway coming up, he's a big body. And that's what they need is size on that fourth line. They need, you know, if you go in with the Vegas model, the Vegas fourth line pushed a lot of teams out last year. You know, um is Vegas need help? Like I, I think they need health. Uh what does Vancouver do? Do they just, you know, are they gonna They're add for sure? Is that I think I, I look at Winnipeg, I look at Vancouver, I look at Florida, New York, I, Carolina. I think all these teams are adding. I just think they they can all convince themselves how close they are. Never mind Colorado and Dallas. I, I'm just not right. buying that when teams are close, they're going to worry about pricing. What I buy is that GMs understand flags fly forever. And if you think it could be your year, don't miss by one piece. So I, I think it's going to be a really robust market for teams to sell in. Yeah. Well, it's I and in that if you're a seller, then you sit back and you wait, right? You wait so, for the price. Is it that robust that guys like Kadri are now in play? We just don't see guys a term move, right? That's the challenge. Yeah, because if I'm a manager, that's at a full rate. You're taking the salary. You're not like I'm not chewing two million for the next. What does he have left? Five? Yeah, five yeah. years left. Can't do it. Yeah. No, that, no, no one certainly don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That hamstrings you. Like for me, like if, if he's in play, it's somebody who wanted him as a free agent 
and didn't get him. But, you know, I, I just, I, I look at the guys who I, I got asked last night, would Brandon Gallagher be a fit? And I said, for a team. And I said, if he was on an expiring contract, he's got three years left at 6.5. Jeez. It's not happening. Like you're, you know, Montreal, I'm sure would love to, you know, move away. And, and that's the wrong word, move away from him, but they're heading in a different direction. And, you know, you're not just, there, there's contracts that are unmovable right now for the purpose of rentals or, or adding to your team right now at the deadline. What's LA going to do? I find this, I'm captivated by it. We've talked about it a fair bit. I've got no insight and I don't talk to anyone in LA. I just, the fact that this, what do they call PL, Pierre? Dubois. Dubois. Yeah. LD. Is on his third squad and it's already souring after requesting a, to get out of Columbus. I can't play there. It's no good. And Winnipeg's not where I want to be. Gets the big contract, finally where he wants to be. And it appears, from the bits and pieces that I hear, it ain't going so well. Well, and, yeah, I mean, Todd McClellan came out the other day, you know, and basically said, like, whether you play four minutes or 24, we expect you to play a certain way. Like, you, and that wasn't even cryptic. It's like, you got to play better, but you want more minutes. Like, and I, you know, regular season, I like that. We see too many times where the coach is apologizing to players or trying to massage them and making sure where Todd's like, dude, you're not playing. You know, and, and they've been in a funk like they, they're in one like they I don't know what their ratio is. if They've lost like nine of 12 or something like it's something like that. And, you know, the the goaltending's dried up a little bit. They're scoring like some of their depth hasn't been able to contribute. Um, you know, I saw the TSN insiders talking about Kaliev maybe wanting out. Um, you know, same thing with Broberg in, in, in Edmonton. You know, those might be trade pieces. But L.A. doesn't have a goaltender under contract for next year. So, you know, are they are they in love with who they have right now? Copley and Talbot. Uh, David Riddick's been big save. Dave has come in and had a mm -hmm. run with them, right? So, you know, I, I think there's moves to be made. I don't think you're not moving – Dubois, what you need to do is get him playing. And I don't I don't know how you get him playing because he seems like a guy who'll take his net and go home. I don't know. Well, that's know. was my more my question was what do you do with this guy? Because I'm with I'm like you. He's he, it doesn't come across as a guy that, oh, I guess it's on me to pick it up and, and get going. Which is which is sad because I've seen him absolutely dominate games physically. Mm -hmm. Like where he's like, I'm gonna be a pain in the ass to play against. I'm going to bully my way around and you're not going to get this puck away from me. And I'm going to get the middle of the ice because I can skate. I can shoot. I can do it all. Like he is, he is a five tool player, but there's nights where he doesn't have the pulse. He doesn't have the drive. He doesn't, you know, something might happen where it goes South for him and he's just check, please. I'm out where I'd like to see him dig in and kind of, you know, F you to the coach, F you to everybody and go, I'm, I'm taking control of this game regardless. Cause they down the middle of the ice, they're as good as anybody. If you have mm -hmm. Kopitar beat PLD and, uh, no, then Philip Deno there. Like Not that, to mention Byfield who they got on the wing. Right. And, and Byfield's really come into a zone. He's a monster of a kid that can move. So you know, I think they're a really good team. That Fiala is a real interesting case study for me because he's really talented, but he's starting to run into some of the problems that he had in many with the inconsistency, the high-risk plays, all of that. And I think they're trying –
to reel them in a little bit to play, get them to play in with a little bit more structure. But, you know, LA is a very, very, like, I think they're a scary team. They can be scary if they, they get it together. Cause they, there's a lot there. They got a lot of depth there, but I, you know, right now it's just not working for them. It's funny. You mentioned Fiala that that's how the wild got Brock Faber and you look at, they got a second rounder for Sean Dersey who's having a great year. They, they lost Andrew or Sean Walker for a small rate. The Winnipeg deal looks like a loss. Like this team could be a lot better than what we looked at. And it doesn't really matter what you look like in January to be fair. If they're, if they're all on the same page in April and May, they're fine. But I don't know. It, they, there was a lot of changes from last year's roster to this one in LA. Well, and they I got think to a hot start. That's what it is. I think it came too easy for them. And now you hit some adversity. And as we all know, when you go through adversity, it's like, well, it's not my fault. It's that guy's fault. And like, you know, there's a, there might be some, you know, like finger pointing instead of looking in the mirror and going, okay, we need to be play- better as a group. Now they still have winning pedigree of, you know, Kopitar and, and Dowdy, I don't know if they're standing up in the room saying we need to do this, we need to do that. But it's, you know, this is a group that I I think their framework is there for a really, you know, heavy, deep team um, that's just not playing well right now. Yeah, that Winnipeg trade kind of, and it ties into, potentially ties into the trade deadline for Kevin Day off. You, you've made that huge trade. And now all of a sudden you get, you know, some guys were out with injuries. Ehlers is back in and Kyle Connor is back in. And then the, these guys are coming back in from LA. You moved out Dubois. You moved out Wheeler. I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to, there's, there is a chemistry thing that's clearly working there. They're tops in there. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league right now. How, what do you want to cut to cut out of there to put something new in? It'll be curious to see what he does. Cause he usually is on the safe side anyway. Yeah, I mean, he went and got, what it was it, Niederreiter at the deadline last mm-hmm. year. Like, he kind of just tinkers with his team. But I will say this. The thing that took or spoke volumes for me last year, do you remember Rick Bonus's like, yes. year-end? Yeah, yeah. Like, a meeting. Like, that was an indictment of, like, I don't care. I'm 67 years old, and I'm, you know, I what I saw was nonsense. And it was just him just being genuine. And I love the bonus family. I've had Rick. I I know Ryan from Ottawa, like they're really good people. And to see Rick that pissed and wasn't saying, you know, it was, we, you know, the other team had more talent and that he just basically said like, there's something stinks in that room and I don't like it. And, 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 and then you're right. Like Pinder, you, you point out two moves where it's, you know, or, or Boomer, you point out two moves. It's, it's Wheeler and it's PLD, and all of a sudden that team just takes off. Now, it's unfair to be like, okay, they were the problem, but it certainly looks like there's a, a different group on the ice, you know, in that room, all of that. They're feeling pretty good about themselves. And let's not forget, including myself and on our show, and we, we said Winnipeg's in one when we didn't know they were going to sign uh, Shifley and sign Hellebuck. Yeah, like all those the, are stunners. Everyone was pointing like those guys are out of there and Winnipeg screwed. Yeah. And instead, those guys commit to the dressing room, commit to the city, and then everything falls into place. Velarde, yes, the injury, but he comes back and he's a, he's a hell of a player. Ayafalo has been a really good player. Profetti has pushed through. They found a spot for him and created that for him. Like, you know, Ehlers, he, his biggest challenge is to stay healthy. And then Kyle Connor with the Ryan, Ryan Strom hit. 
you know, he's come back. They, they continue to grow without Connor. And now he's come back. Like that team is deep. I don't think they need much, but I, you know, they'll tinker a little bit, maybe some depth pieces to yeah. kind of just add to it. But there's not a lot of weakness in that lineup. Yeah, like maybe maybe it's one more center, but it's a bottom six guy to your point, Dean. I don't think you take anyone out of there. You maybe move a second or a third and get some depth. That's it. Yeah. I, I I always bristle when I oh it's uh, it's going to be our own rental. It's uh, you know, Kyle Connard coming back in. That's our self rental. It's our okay, <laughs> whatever. I mean, he he was there one way or the other. Um, but sometimes it's about taking bad apples out of the locker room. And retro, I think about you guys. Uh, McLennan gets traded out. And then you so guys go on that finals. unbelievable run, right? right it just almost immediate. They took the cancer. They give you what a, they had this healthy body, and then it's this little piece of cancer. They just tumor. cut it out, yeah. and and that the body just took off. And and apparently, I was that bad piece. It did have something to do with the body, and it was that you continued to pour booze into all of our bodies, and that oh, yes, it's yes, it my fault. You're right. Isn't that your superpower, though? I'm sorry, am I wrong here? <laughs> exactly. Isn't that what made us good? <laughs> you were the best team ever at playing guilty. Come because on, when, he unlocked you guys. And Jelly was like, "Guys, let's just take it easy," and we we're like, "What?" We're, and we would create a dance, and we would be enjoying ourselves, and that's when the team took off, and then. You're right. Like I went to the bathroom. It was like we're at the bar and I went to the bathroom and I came out and the whole party had left. That's what yeah. happened. They got rid of the Deadwood and they brought in Chris Simon. And, and Cy was a big part of that run, obviously a big man. And uh, and Josh Green, too. They got rid of that that uh, turkey as well. Yeah. Troublemaker, that guy making us laugh and have fun and shit. That's no throw himself we down the stairs at my house. You remember we had I had this curved stairway. That had that was carpeted, <laughs> and for some reason, he would like throw himself down the stairs and round like round the wall and land at the bottom. Um, I had to repaint. That's all I remember. I had yeah. to repaint. I had to repaint because there was like scratches all over the wall, and I had. Well, that was the day of the old. That he had the old jeans on, the old True Religions with the big. Oh, yeah, the big notches on him. That's the problem. Dazzled. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I had to have my kitchen professionally cleaned because some idiot turned the blender on with no cover, so that was not good. We were making pre-bar margaritas, and I'm not going to. I thought you were going to say protein shakes or oh, oh, hey, margarita. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that's more on brand. We had a. We had a a pre-bar party, an after party before we went to the bar at like five o'clock and somebody turned the blender on with no lid on. And it was like all in my room and all hell broke loose. So the good old days. Yeah. How did Daryl tell you you were traded? How did that, uh, how did he break the news to you there? So we were in Dallas and I'd had a very late night. We, we played and I went out and I remember getting in just about five o'clock and like five 15 in the morning, walking into the lobby and Daryl was pacing. Like I saw him in the lobby and we locked eyes because the bus was at noon. The next day we we're flying to Denver. We locked eyes. I went up to my room, slept, came down at about 10 30, 11 o'clock. I was going to grab a bite to eat, jump on the bus. And as I come down, Daryl's in the lobby and he calls me over and he's like, I just traded. Like he, he literally just, it was like pulling a Band-Aid off. He wasn't like, hey, how you doing or whatever. He's like, I just traded you to the Rangers. And I was like, oh, okay. And I go, my, I, all I remember is being in shock. And I said, is it because I got in at 5.15? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? 
he kind of laughed and he goes, no, he said, you know, we're, we made a move that was necessary. And I said, no, I get it. And, and then the guys had all filtered down. I think, I don't know if Rhett, you were in that conversation, but he, you know, Daryl had pulled some of the team leaders aside and said, Hey, we traded noodles and we traded uh, Josh green for Chris Simon. So I came down, guys came to the bus, hugs, all of that. And then they went on and they were so heartbroken. They beat, Colorado seven nothing the next night. <laughs> Jeez, finally and, got some uh, sleep. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, we went to Josh Green and I went to the circus of the New York Rangers where they were they were getting rid of everybody. Brian Leach had been traded. They were got. It, it was just a, yeah. The last six weeks or two months of that season was a, a bit of a write off for the Rangers. So that's yeah. But Daryl was very straight straight shot. Just said I traded to the Rangers. You know, gave me a hug and and even and I will say this, you know, to this day I love Daryl. When when my season was over and they were making that march, he was calling me and he's like, I need you down here. You you're a part of this, you're a big part of this. Like, come down. And I remember um when Jelly scored game six, I think, against Detroit, mm-hmm. we all went out and I, I went out with the guys that night and you know, kind of little old times and stuff and and then uh, went back to Edmonton and watched them march right on to the final game seven. So and, and nice to see Noodles retro when he shows up. We were excited. He was. Oh, I the, bet you were. We were. So, he, go ahead, Ryan. So yeah, was it was it Turek healthy? Was that the context? I'm I'm trying to figure out. Yes, Turek yeah. was healthy. He was Kipper hurt, was, which necessitated Kipper yeah, in the first place. Just not everyone re- lived 04, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Turek got healthy. We had three goalies. Um, I was. I'd never went on the IR because of my broken sternum, but I, I was getting healthier. And so when I got traded to the Rangers, I had to tell them, you know, Hey, I'm coming off a broken sternum, all that. They, they said it, they knew I was fine, but yeah, that there was basically no spot for me because Roman was healthy and he was way better goalie than I was. I love large. He was a good guy. Was it weird playing for the Rangers after being an Islander? Did you have, or did you have some, some, geez, it'd be great to be a Ranger. No, I mean, I mean, it was the cool thing about playing for the Rangers. It's like you're like people there love the Rangers, regardless yeah. of where you are in the standings. I remember like one of my first nights there, we we didn't play for a couple of days. It's like, oh, Saturday Night Live is taping. You want to go? I'm like, yeah, OK, I'll go to Saturday Night Live. So we had seats of Saturday Night Live, like they're taping in the live show. And then went to we had Nick's courtyard seat or court. What is that? Courtside. Courtside yeah. seats. And you know, I'm sitting there and there's Mayweather right there and you know, Spike wow. Lee and all. Like it was it was so anything you wanted, you got because you played for the Rangers, which was really cool. Um, so I enjoyed it and embraced that part. The the tough part was we were playing on a team that they were literally, I think it was an $82 million payroll that they just slashed at the deadline and traded everybody. Like they guys were just as I'm walking in with my bag, there were people leaving going, hey, nice to meet you. I just got traded to Toronto, to Pittsburgh, all of it. So it was just a circus at the end. So, you know, to the point, I think my the, the defense part, the top the pairing of defense with Dale Peerington and Chris McAllister. And like okay. you know, those guys were monsters. Keep your gloves on with those two for sure. Yeah. But you might be able to beat them wide. Yeah. Think about 82 million fellas. Like that's basically what the cap is now. And that was 20 years ago. 
Yes. Think about if the, a player in the NFL or the NBA made the same as they did 20 years ago. You'd be, no, like 10 times. Are you kidding me? There's no quarterbacks making 50 million a year. Right. Like this league, man. I just Jared brought in that. for growing it. It's like, no, yeah. they were guys who got 10 million contracts a year 20 years ago. It's insane. Yeah, Bobby Holik was making 10 million a year. And I remember being traumatized by him watching him eat a piece of fruit. So he he ate an apple. He he would eat the core and the seeds and the stem and everything. I was like, you see a, a barnyard animal? Like it, like it was it's he bring in this basket and he was just eating like fruit like he was like a horse. And he peeled like a or? barnyard animal too. My first hit in the NHL. I tried to hit him. Like he was Wayne, it's Bobby Malik making 10 million and Connor's yeah. making 12 and a half. What the 10 hell? 10 million, 10 million bananas back then he was making. It was crazy. And like he was a really good player, like just solid. But there were guys on that team, like Yager was there. Like you know, I'm hanging out with Yarmer Yager and Tom Pody. And Tom Pody had allergies. The, the allergy. No, no peanut butter jelly sandwiches. We would go to a, a, a like a steak restaurant, and Tom's got to go in the back and talk to the cook, and they had to wash the 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 grill special for him. Like I felt bad for him. He had like a serious like allergies to food and everything. But he, yeah. what a good guy! Such a nice guy. I always wonder what a guy like that is doing right now because he made a lot of money. Can't imagine, you know, what he's up to. He's probably got his feet up somewhere in a hammock hanging out. Appreciate you, pal. Good, great talk to you as always. Have a fine week. All right, be good. You See as you well. Week. We'll see you in See a week. week. Chat soon. That's right. Ooh. Oh yeah, we got to talk to you about that because we're coming out there. Ooh. We're coming out to Toronto for the uh, for a couple days for the All Star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we are coming to Toronto. Oh, I thought you cut me off. I was just about to. Oh, no, I know. I was, I was, I was just because we got to talk to you. Toronto. Cause we're, yeah, we're traveling next Wednesday. It would be great to see you. Be great to see you in person. Do a little Thursday, thing. Friday shows noodles. Okay. Well, why don't you push the Wednesday to Thursday and let's figure something out. Like, Perfect. You want. Done. Okay. I, although yeah. I got to check to see if I'm in town. Yeah, I think I, I am, but, yeah. but we'll figure it out. But yes, if you're in town, we will, uh, we will congregate. We'll figure it out. Thanks, buddy. Talk Thanks. to you. Yeah. There he is. Jamie McLennan on the Insider Hotline. Presentation of TELUS. TELUS and the Flames and the Hitman. Partnered since 2005. They got the TELUS Skater Program with the Flames. Title sponsor of the TELUS Be Brave Anti-Bullying Program with the Hitman. They are committed to making our community a better place. Make the future friendly. The most giving company in the world is TELUS. Learn more online telus.com slash gives back old noodles i would have been uh kind of crappy though right because noodles is everybody oh, loves man. them you're it wasn't i remember and at the deadline going. you don't know what's about to happen because you're going on this crazy run no you're battling for a playoff spot we thought we'd make the playoffs but it was hard to predict you're going to go on that kind of run but it's Daryl's right when he was calling. He was such a big part of the room and and uh, glue of getting that group of guys to play for each other and enjoy each other. So it was not easy to see him go. Yeah. What, about and then what was it next year? You said it was Ference and Kobasu, or I guess after the lockout. Lockout, yeah. but yeah. And then uh, that's probably a lot of the glue there. Well, you just start right, and it happened, especially when you do. When 
It always happens. There's a little piece here, a little piece there. All of a sudden, it's all changed. Yeah. Uh, now, it's funny he brought up the hair. I'm kind of used to it now. So then when yeah. we're doing things, well, holy, look at your hair. I'm kind of, I don't know. It's just part of I'm uh, doing it now. Part of, yeah, normal. I'm to it, I suppose. It's the new normal. But of, as you said, to explain to, to, uh, to Jamie there, that it was part of our trip to Arizona, going to the mm -hmm. mullet arena. You were going to wear the mullet, and you did. And positive vibes. It worked. They had a lopsided victory, a great game, great time was had by all. It was the inaugural barn burner vacation. Uh, let's take a look back to uh, oh, this is so good. The tomfoolery that took place a couple weeks back. You know, it's going to be 50 degrees warmer in Phoenix than Calgary tomorrow. Above zero, even. interesting please <laughs> oh hey I don't want people to think like we're down here basking in the sun it's not that hot okay like either come on the barber vacation or you don't I'm sorry don't get mad at us don't get mad at me let's go boys looks like this is what it doesn't look like <laughs>
Boat ca- captures the spirit of it. Out of boy, RJ, throwing that yes. together. Thank you, RJ. Out of boy. Uh, it was. You couldn't have asked for much more. It was forty below here. wasn't sure. We weren't sure if we were going to get off the ground. We get off the ground. We get to Phoenix. The weather's great. The team played awesome that night. Game of the, the year. barn was electric. Uh, good times had. And you saw the hot, there was some high kicking at the, uh, at the bar afterwards, which you know goes without saying, I suppose. And then yeah, the next day, poolside doing a little uh, little barn burner for poolside, enjoying the sun. Boys went to Top Golf. Sad you missed it if you didn't go. There's next only time. one first, but the good news is there will be a second. Yeah, next time. Next time, uh, the, the inaugural was a huge success. So be uh, be ready for another one because it will be coming. That was, uh, of course, Alberta Blue Cross on board for the first one. Appreciate you. Only one thing better than sharing memories and it's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects those memories and more. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. It's Alberta Blue Cross celebrating life's memorable moments inspired by hockey. Uh, the dude had the... Had the cut there. Yeah, I, I saw it. Er- yeah, I saw it earlier that day. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he knew he had it at that point because he was out the night before. And then I wondered because it was there was some dried blood, like there was a scab, crusty kind of thing going there. So, did you? Are you aware that this happened? Said, yeah, I kind of felt it when I woke up this morning. <laughs> oh, guess that left a mark. Hey, eh? yeah, it left a bit of a mark, and probably uh, the pillowcases probably got some work to do on that. Um, some guys went to a uh, let's just say they they rang up their credit cards at a club. Some didn't even know they did. Yeah, some <laughs> found out the next, the next day. day. Yeah, some heavy charges to the credit card, which if you're not careful can happen. It can happen. Cash, fellas, cash. Yeah. And how about? Uh, I mean, it was it was like watching. It was like Taylor Swift with watching Red signing autographs and hugging people, selfies and, in the <laughs> Mullet Arena. Yeah, tight people shirts. Love people love Red. People love him. He uh, finally he, got Rhett to the VIP. Heard of Chuck's, it was, wouldn't, wasn't going to stand for it any longer. Rhett needed to no. be in the VIP. He VIP. found some Sask royalty in there. Prime rib. Yeah. Rhett was in a happy, happy spot. There was some Sask royalty in there. That's right. That's correct. Ah, good times. Good times. Thank you, Blue Cross. Thanks to everybody who came on the trip. And and yeah, we didn't we didn't lose any luggage. Thought maybe we did. Thought maybe oh, Pinder's bag didn't it. make it. But it made it. Didn't lose anybody. Good times. We did lose Rhett, though. It's quick. Woke up the next morning. You seen Warner? Any word from Rhett? I think he probably put in about 13 to 14 hours. How long were you in Phoenix, do you think, looking back? Landed at... Yeah, just right around 14 hours. Yeah. Consider waiting for bags and queuing up for your flight. Like, really, we're probably talking less than a half day. 15 hours. Yeah. Came in hot. Sure did. Came in hot. I made the right decision. If I'd have left five hours later, it would have been a. Yeah. Travel was getting a little greasy with the cold weather up here. And then a bunch of shit was happening in the States. Trying to get back East was no fun. They had bad weather that weekend. If you remember the football. I was just sitting there thinking, please don't let our first event. Don't let our first trip get canceled because it's too cold. Really? And it had been so warm. It had been plus, and there was no. This has been the best winter. Yeah, we're gonna uh, have to shelf our first, uh, our first ever one. Uh, but now it's not a trip. But we got another, we got something else coming. We got something else coming for you. Save the date 
This one's easy to remember. This one's easy to remember. February 29th. Oh. Now, usually uh, it's one. Leap day. Leap year. 29th of February. It's a Thursday. We have, then this is a throwback. This is a classic. We're bringing it back out of the mothballs. We did this retro 2013 was Whoa. the last time we had this event. That's was crazy. the last time. Wow. That and was my first was the, year working with you guys. I don't know if you remember. That was early in the uh, this iteration of a show. Yeah. God. So, yeah, we're bringing it back. I guess this would be the inaugural, but in, in some respects, we've done it before. Hey, coming up February 29th, it's the Barn Burner Bowlerama. That's right. <laughs> this was one of your brainchilds going, children, whatever, going all the way back because you did this. Uh, this was in uh, in Buffalo, big bowling community in Buffalo, right? No, actually, the first ever bowlerama, they had bowling events down here, so I stole okay. it from Buffalo. But, but the there first right. one, I think, was the year of the lockout. The 05, 04, right. 05 lockout. I remember, you know what? I remember seeing video on that. I think uh, Flames TV was there. Yep. You were very young. Was that, that like was, long hair, frosty tip, Brett? I was 20 years younger. It was uh, a <laughs> while back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think actually, uh, Iggy, uh, I forget which kid, but whichever one's 19 was there. The newest child had arrived. So what year would that have been? I'm, I'm, I'm 05. There's multiple. I think it was, that, that would be. Uh, yeah. Teej, I believe, was draft eligible this year. That or or his daughter, maybe. No, she'd be a little older. Wouldn't she? Yeah, it would, would have been 05 somewhere in there because everybody was available. They had, you had everybody out for the big bowling event. So anyway, it's not about uh, 05. It's about 2024, February 29th. We are going to Splitsville, which uh, details coming. They changed the name. It used to be, if you're familiar with Let's Bowl, which is kind of over in. I don't know, Northeast. I got the address. And it, it, Splitsville is the new name. They've made some changes. They've got 50 lanes. Ooh. We're going to have teams of five just rolling, just rolling. And you don't roll on Sunday, right? You, you can't do that. You can't do it on Sunday. That's why we went on a Thursday. <laughs> teams of five, we're going to have some celebrities coming out. Try to get somebody. You know, maybe they go, you know, whoever it is. They'll go from, maybe they stay on one team. Maybe they skip around. Join some other teams. We'll have some prizes. There's going to be food already. Our buddies over at Oodle Noodle, who supported the trip to Phoenix, they're in. Going to be going to be having some. Maybe you'll have some of that uh, Mongolian or maybe the uh, hot box. Pow. Yeah, mm. a little hot box. Oodle Noodle is in. We got some drinks for you. No surprise. Origin Brewing, OriginBrewing.ca. Oh, yeah. They are on board. We are uh, continuing to look for sponsors for this, and of course, McLeod Law our big event partner right on the top. Thanks to uh, Peter Klein and everybody, Shane and Austin, everybody over at McLeod Law. They're a big part of what we do and why we're able to do it. So they are going to be there and pumped about that. But if uh, if you want to get involved with uh, maybe some sponsorship, sponsorship, you get teams and that, that whole thing. There's different uh, plateaus and thresholds. Jarrod at thenationnetwork.com. Jarrod. Uh, and uh, you can register at nationgear.ca. Now, I don't know if it's up yet because we were going to, we just wanted to get it out there. We're not, don't want to be cocky. I, we, I feel like there's going to be good support for this, but just we like wanted to get it out draft. there. It was, it was a hot yeah. item. Yeah. But we wanted to give you, 
give you some heads time. Up. We're getting to the end. So Feb 29, save the date, get in, be a sponsor, be a competitor. And yes, in support of kids sport, we're going to hook up with the kids sport folks. They're so good at what they do. They come out, everything runs just perfect when they are at the controls and uh, we'll have some, uh, some money raised for kids sport. Why wouldn't you? How are the shoulders what? of bowling, Rhett? What kind of condition are you in? High expectations I, for you? I, uh, my weight, the ball weight is less now. I don't okay. go with yeah. max. Yeah. Just well, that's what happens light. on the senior tour with the, you know, they don't use the, the, sh the shafts aren't as stiff. Yeah, you know, I, maybe the club yeah, length. Right. You, you got to adjust as you get older. You need, the the, you need a bowling ball sound on your little button board there. You do. That's see what I got. No. Oh, hang on. That, no, that should be used a lot, actually. You looking for a bowling ball still? Spooky. That's you after you throw. Yeah, that's that's me. All that's time. a gutter ball. That's that's the uh, that was. I'll I'll get the I'll, I'll work on the bowling ball for you. Thank now, you. has the technology has it got any better? Because I feel like bowling balls shouldn't you be able to have like a lighter ball or something? It feels like. I don't hear a whole lot about how the bowling ball has come like the, like the golf clubs or no, no. I was just sort of saying as you, he goes for the lighter ball. Now that would be like going to a flexier shaft. No, I understand. But what I'm saying now. is, no, does that, does it feel like there should be some technology advancements in bowling? No, I, I think, think Fred Flintstone did it well. Fred, Freddie Flintstone, I, that's right. I, I don't think you want to mess with it. It's yeah, so I think the best we saw was probably when Ernie McCracken had the rose inside that see-through ball in yeah. Kingpin. That's yeah, pretty much yeah. where the technology topped out, yeah. I think. Fred and Barney loved bowling, eh? They loved sure did. They loved it every week. Old and Betty and Wilma, sorry, ladies, we're going bowling. Get their bowling shirts on. Yeah, but have a do. Do you still have your bowling ball? Will you be bringing it with? Oh, it's gone somewhere. Or maybe I could look around. I don't know. Maybe it's with the world junior medals, hey? Eh? <laughs> in a garage in a box somewhere. <laughs> we know where the cat is. We know where the panther is. Yes. He made sure that that came out and it's still sitting in the front. That's right. Uh, it hasn't been moved back. Hasn't moved since Super Bowl three years ago or whatever the hell it was. Uh, so there you go. Feb 29. Details, uh, more details coming up, but save that date. Would love to have love you involved. Uh, water now again, it's Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday. That means, that means the special up at Mad Rose is the pizza today. Ugh. Just want to throw that in there. Mad Rose, they've been on board with us for a long time. We've been telling you about the pizza. We go to events and they're like, Hey, you know what? It's we, we went to Mad Rose. You guys were talking about Mad Rose. We had the pizza. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, we're not, we're not pulling your leg here. We're not selling you a bill of goods. We're giving you the details. Mad Rose in Royal Oak, 20 beers on tap, kid-friendly Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And it's some of the best food. This is restaurant-quality food that's coming out of that kitchen. And, yes, they make the dough. They make the sauce fresh daily. Some of the best pizza. They will. A lot of people like this is the best pizza in the city. Yes. Uh, it's a, and that's bold because there's some pretty good pizza. 15 Royal Vista Place, and you can go and enjoy some of that pizza. It is on special today. That's oh. the Wednesday deal. It's funny. We take those photos and it's like, oh yeah, they're, they're not photoshopping. That's all of their marketing material looks like what happens on my phone. That yeah, that the, the brown bubbles of the cheese. Oh, delicious. Madrose.pub is the website. If perhaps you'd like to do a little uh, DoorDash or whatever, have it brought into you, you can do that too. Uh, we haven't really gotten into the game a whole lot because we got started there 
Yeah, um, we'd have to Markstrom. Too. There's lots of content there. Yeah. So what we'll do is uh, we'll hand things over to you because I have a feeling you'll be talking about this game inside the Pinder Report, probably near the beginning of it. I'm going to throw out there. Uh, it's a presentation of Village Honda. It's as though Honda designed the CRV for Calgary and it's unpredictable weather. No matter the conditions, the CRV sits atop the pack among compact SUVs. You can feel confident behind the wheel of your CRV as Honda has included a plethora of driver safety features. They all come standard inside the CRV. Drive one today. They got the hybrid in there too. You can get one with the hybrid. Why wouldn't you? It's Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall. OnlineVillageHonda.com presents the Pinder Report. We start with last night's game at a raucous Grey Eagle Resort and Casino last night where we hosted Afterburner on the stage bar, Dino. And after you housed a large number of wings, including the very veteran move, Dill Pickle Wings, we had this to say about last night's contest against the Blues. If this feels like, like a heavier loss, I think it's because it is. This For feels sure. I think there's been enough in the last... We talked about it before the three-game losing skid. They were 19-11 and... Four yeah, two, like it was, it was yeah. six eleven points percentage since the outdoor game, and you're like, damn, that's when they traded a Zadorov, when they missed Tana for three. Markstrom had been hurt twice in that stretch, and you're like, shit, maybe if you squint, you can see with one wild card open, this team being the best of the rest. And you know, there's there's enough around there. They aren't getting blown out. They are scoring a fair amount. There is room for improvement on the power play. They are getting stellar net mining. This one stings because it's three in a row now, and I think we're back to where I think we all thought we would be, which is they can hang, but just don't expect them to win or outclass. Uh, tough one. Got a doom and gloom there, yeah. Doom and gloom. But that was it. Look, if you if you are hell-bent on that eight seed, and that is everyone's goal, and, and you have 22 players focused on getting in, that's a four-pointer that you lost in the last minute of play. And it was a few of those things, right? We talked about don't have a letdown. It was kind of a letdown. They were not ready to start that Bad game. Start. Markstrom yep. was great, but outside of that, it would have been over a lot earlier. This is mm -hmm. a team that you're in a battle with for one of those playoff spots, and it's a four-pointer. You didn't get a single point. That's a distance, the whole thing. Yep. And the way that they played, multiple breakaways. Like four or five. Mistakes yeah. made. The, the killer was Turnovers. you get a power play. Lindholm wins the draw. And, you know, Weger's been great. Well, great. Weger's been very good, but mm -hmm. he coughs it up and then it's in the back of your net. The power play. And again, it's, I just, it's, it's killing this team. I looked this morning. We maybe won't even get into it today, but yeah. the number of one goal losses that they've had and the power play that they, that has, how it performed in those games. It's just, and I, I don't know. Is it, are we, do you just accept it? Because of the year it is, well, expectations are low, so what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm not lobbying for Savard to lose his job. But again, for a team that doesn't have a hard time scoring goals five on five, they sure seem to when they're on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Five, five on four. I don't get it. It's true. Yeah, no, you're right on that. And I guess even if you expect their power play to be better, better, like, are you thinking, here we are, this is the group Get your car flags, playoffs no. hockey. No, right? So it's kind of, I feel like you can feel good and bad about no matter what kind of result you get at this point of the season because a loss and you're like, okay, it's a clear message for Connie. They can't get sucked into this team thinking they can actually win. And wins are fun. It's why we watch pro sports is because, you know, there's two teams and one will be victorious. And if that's the one with your city's name on it, it usually makes you happy. It feels like there's a bit of that happiness hedge no matter what happens with this team. But Make no mistake about it. That that team was pretty rattled by that loss last night, and that's three in a row, which pretty much wipes out that four-game winning streak. It's another one of those games where we, we come in here and we talk the next morning where it was a tie game, and they have a power play late, and yep. nothing comes in the they, third. They, they had a power play with 7.36 left, game tied 3-3. They didn't get a shot on a goal. Those matter. Yeah. those Those change everything. When you're minus one on three power play attempts, that's and you lose by one, that's that's self-inflicted wounds, right? It just yeah. is. Um, now, lots of silver linings in there. Uh, we talked about those. There's a lot more content on uh, Afterburner. We did a full hour from the Gray Eagle there talking about some oh, of the so good, uh, yeah. the newcomers coming up and some of the bigger picture stuff with where the organization's at. Here's uh, what is the bad look at the standings, Rhett, as they continue to have a bigger gap between themselves and that second wild card, it's currently being held by, don't be fooled, Arizona with a 544 points percentage. Nashville's right there in a virtual tie with them. St. Louis is close. Now you're below Seattle. You're back to 500. Um, Minnesota Minnesota's turned it around a little bit, right? Yes, Minnesota's right. what, two of their last three or whatever it is. So Speaking of turn things around, why don't we try that with the standings, uh, Dino? They are now oh, tied for there. eighth if the draft was tonight. Feels kind of like a silver lining. It's not bad like you can you go look at eighth overall picks over the course of time and they're not all stars but there are definitely a lot of all stars in there if you know what so I mean. there's sorry there's columbus so what do we what do we want tomorrow there's chicago what do we chicago's there's a lot of ground there to make up i don't know how good your upside down points percentage reading is with those eyes of yours never mind the shades but uh i would be focused on minnesota montreal buffalo ottawa could you get into the top five? What a, what a coup that would be somehow. But again, uh, the coach and the players, their, their mindset is not this at all. We understand. Like that's, we're not breaking any news. Are we all under, we get the dichotomy here. GM can think long-term players are here to win. Well, if, if dichotomy 
uh, means when I think it does. That I don't know. Board game? Diorama? What word was that looking for? Diarrhea? No. Sure. Uh, here's well, the schedule. Who until the... Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> there's there's a di there's dichotomy here every couple days. <laughs> Just make sure you, you use the spray if you have a dichotomy at yeah. the old studio here. Next action. Let's look. This is it, fellas, till the All-Star break. That's it. That's all. Two of the worst five, four teams, four teams in the NHL. Um, that doesn't mean anything, though. <laughs> Chicago's won four straight against the Calgary Flames, and I think the Flames split with an overtime win last year against Columbus. I'm trying to remember, but um, it, it certainly is. that ninth goal, it felt like it was out of reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah that seventh goal so really took the wind out of our sails. Yeah, yeah that's right. the wind out. Yeah. That was when Torts was back there. That was a while ago. What a gem that was. My God. I think that was a... <laughs> Dave Riddick and Mike Smith in that night. If I recall, it was Our crazy memories. Good times. That's the schedule. That's it for the flames. I guess the really only thing that for me, I'm curious to see, like we're, you're seeing a lot of bodies roll through the fourth line. I think Coronado is going to continue to get looks on that line. Where's Oliver Shillington at? Do you get him in a game before the all-star break? If he's that close and all the reports are, he looks great. Or do you buy him an extra, 15 days and plunk them in on the other side because that, that third pair has been been tough for them to watch. Austerly and DeSimone are playing way too much. And Gilbert's still Dennis Gilbert. He's the best Dennis Gilbert he can be, but there's more ice than he should be taking. ASAP, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Get him in there. Get him in there. Let's see what he's got. See how he feels. And you're not rolling him in against Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. That was last weekend. Like I, what do you yeah, think? You know? If his conditioning is where it needs to be and he's he's good to go there's no need to wait i like truly it's, what's 10 days gonna he's gonna do alone enough yeah get in there son be great to see him it would also be really cool to see it at home because i know that he's talked about the support he's got from the city of calgary but he will get an incredible ovation and i i think for some reason that feels important to me that that fans get a chance to say We've got your back, whatever you had dealt with. We still believe in you. And, you know, we love you. We're glad you're back. It, it does feel, I can't think of any other situations like this, but to be at home, I think would be neat. I had said, because uh, there have been other, remember when uh, Bobby Ryan came back as he was in the, yep. the, the, the program. Players anyway, I, I don't, I, I agree with you. We said last night, you get post All-Star break. Wouldn't it be amazing if you had, Shillington, Pelche, and Pospisil all in the lineup. If yeah. I don't know where Pospisil is health-wise or Pelche, but by then we're talking February, and that's right in the wheelhouse of what a return is. He's back on the ice. Yep, it would be great. It, the whole everything would look a whole lot different all of a sudden. Certainly, Pelche and uh, Shillington would be guys that you'd notice right away. You would think. No question. Uh, yeah, it's a great point. And who knows? There's ten days for the GMs to talk in there between games. Oh, Maybe you, what do you have saying? opened a spot in the forward defensive ranks. I've is heard there an that the Is there a trade freeze? Do they have a trade freeze for the All-Star break? I think they're going to draft the teams and they can trade amongst the teams for the, the what the yeah, yellow, know. red, blue, and white. Those are the teams at the All-Star. Gary. Gary. Figure it out. Speaking of Gary, he was all over today. Uh, the Globe and Mail reporting that five players have been uh, summoned back to London, Ontario to face charges. We don't know who the players are. There, there's certainly a lot of, uh, I guess, circumstantial evidence, but but we'll find this out. I would caution everyone not to rush to judgment here. Um, and again, there'll, there'll probably be a trial and a bunch of lawsuits that follow. And so uh, this was this morning. One minute later, 
what was the what were the odds, Dean? Uh, Salt Lake City has expressed interest in an expansion team. Oh wow! One minute later this morning, my goodness, what a big news day! Uh, the Smith Entertainment Group. They have requested that the NHL initiate a formal expansion process with hopes of bringing a team to Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, uh, we've seen the public expressions of interest, at least from the owners on Twitter. Now this is more formal. There's Friedman with a bomb of notice how in the release it indicates the team has an immediate ability to bring a team to the market with uh, the NBA rink as the interim home before a new facility would be built for the coming Winter Olympics in 2034 there uh, Salt Lake is starting to feel like not just the favorite, but a runaway favorite for next team to join the league or where you move the coyotes. If their new rink thing doesn't get wrapped up and finalized very quickly, because not a lot of owners or players or agents or people that are tied to NHL revenue are as keen about a 4,500 seat arena as we were as spectators there. Utah. That's where Salt Lake City is. That's correct. Yeah, it's the biggest city there. It's a state, yeah. Yeah. Um, An NBA team, we know. Does Not that jingle your bells, Rhett? Do you think that the next barn burner vacation, we got to get to Salt Lake City? Never been. I've never, never been. been. I've driven through. Have you? That's about it. A couple times driven through. Sounds fancy buildings. Sounds marvelous. Well, and, and look, if they're going to thrasher the Coyotes, this is the quick fix. Because you got a billionaire that wants to blow some money. Whereas in Houston, I feel like the people in charge of the Toyota Center, the Rockets, the facility are like, I don't like the price you're asking for, Gare. Whereas Seattle is publicly flirting with the league. And make no mistake, the, the expansion slash relocation fee is very important to the league because that's money they're not going to split with players. That is all owner's pocket money. Do they have coyotes in Utah? I'm sure they would do. that would that work? Yeah, would you be able to keep work. that name or would you have to change? I believe the coyotes would run from the deserts of uh, California, Nevada, Arizona, all the way through up into our neck of the woods. Really? I believe so. They're a wide ranging animal team. Cover a lot of ground. Okay. What they like to all do right. is trick dogs. Like, <laughs> they're yipping, yeah, trying they, to sound like one's hurt. And that's then right. The and they like, lure them in. What's going on here, fellas? <laughs> Very wise, they're very smart. Jackasses, freaking coyotes. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, I, it's too bad, I guess, for for the coyotes. But it feels like there's been a lot of effort made to keep that team in Phoenix. If it does indeed move, only it'll it'll not be decades worth of uh, effort. Pretty hasty. I uh, you know got maybe one more try chance. One more different part of Phoenix with one more different ownership group. Even Gare is building a serious plan B here. It looks like. Um, Sorry, not Gare. To mention, not to mention old Gare, I think, is wise in the school of PR. Here's Frank Saravalli uh, this morning. And he noted what I noted earlier, but uh, it was his tweet that got everyone's attention. Yes, one minute after players have been ordered to surrender to police. That's when we found out the Salt Lake City News. These leagues are run by lawyers, Dean. They sure are. PR people. Let's move. Uh, we got a new coach in the NBA. Jack's a big hooper. He's a dimer. New old coach, isn't it? That's right. Chris Knobloch. Doc Rivers finalizing. That would be something for Knobloch left. He's on a Dr. J right now. Imagine if Knobloch left. Wow. Jeez. Wow. You're just setting the record, Chris. It can't be. Wow. It's NBA money. I can't say no. There he is. Jack, tell us about it. The doc's back in the uh, surgical. Great hire. Theater. Yeah. There uh, you go. 
the uh, I believe their Bucks coach was a rookie head coach, Adrian Griffin, and he was a complete dipshit. Apparently, <laughs> they brought in Terry Stotts, who coached Lillard in Portland. Okay, and within like a month, he was gone. They they were fighting and shit. So, so yeah, they're second um, in the East, and they fired their coach. Well, and they got some weapons, right? You noted Lillard. They've already got Giannis, Greek Freak. There's they're trying to get another. The longer we do this, the more it becomes vividly clear. We need more Jack on this. Show. I know because everyone's need- always a dipshit or an idiot or a screw yeah. up. There's, there's always no some mild takes, some curse in there, some harsh, hot takeitudes. I feel like it. we need some Jack's facts or something that we can slide into the show and just kind of let him reel off some f bombs or something, and then get back into the show. Would we juggle with a Jack. Jack? We need a little more work, but uh, you know, I don't know. We got extra cameras everywhere in here. We can easily add a jack cam to the program. I feel like there's something clamoring. about not seeing them fire off the the insults. That's kind of I, I kind of like it. There's some like mystery shrouded in right. mystery. The the f bombs and the curse words. Right. A dipshit. Well, I haven't saw... heard someone dipshit. be a dipshit in a while. Yeah, well, when you saw him in uh, at Jasper, you didn't really like what you saw. So I I agree. Keep him off yeah. camp. He, the good news is he's not foam, he's not like fogging up his visor here. He's 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 got his breath. He's not breathing heavily. He was relaxed. So miserable. Heart rates Great at a choice. normal level. <laughs> just just no good. It's just it's just no good. Let I, us, I thought the game was over and there's another half to go. Oh god, It's true. The first game's like tweet, and all the fellas like, Can we get a beer? I'm like, that's half. Like, oh god, no. <laughs> Jack's going to shake hands. Like, no, it's the half. What? <laughs> just fogging up the old windshield okay let's get to the dumb shit uh Rhett, you're a big runner i know that uh we can tell it's uh easier on the shoulders than a lot of your other pastimes you've enjoyed imagine how inspired you'd be if this happened to you i believe this is in new york city how cool is this <laughs> Like personal best guarantee, right? You got a brass section hammering out the Rocky theme as you run. That's There's what no it would. Stopping. That's what it would take to get me to run. Can't be easy to run while you're doing that. Hard. That'd be better than the hardest because you're running and you got to go all the way out and all the way in. That can't be tuba's heavy. Well, wasn't it a Family Guy where the tuba bubble 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 where they were following him around with the tuba or something? Beautiful. That would be this would be the better than that for sure. Um, when it gets cold in Buffalo, people do crazy things. I think this was some of Rhett's crew after all the snow was starting to get cleared up out there. Did you not see it coming? The, you definitely did. And then what were you going to do about it? You're you're now sliding at 30k into a bump off the concrete. Yeah, it's a double doink. It's the it's the driver of the truck. He didn't uh, 
Your whip, what are you gonna, how can you steer when you're sitting on your butt there? You're going to be dragging a heel. That's all you can do. Come on, dude. I mean, stupid for sure. Still dumb. But. So this couple play a little game. I, I, I know you're always in for those nice little party tricks, Rhett. Maybe it's a little trivia. Maybe it's Cards Against Humanity, Pictionary. This is a fun one I want you to try with the shoveler next time. So you get her to draw yeah. on a piece of paper, and you draw on her shoulder, and she has to try to draw what you're drawing on her shoulder. Remember that? Ian. Look at this. Oh. Ryan. Did I get it? Did I get it? Ryan. I was submitted by the Jack Cam. I'm taking no responsibility for getting canceled. Jack, what the H? What are you doing? What? What do you have to say for yourself? It's a great game. <laughs> It's not wrong. <laughs> what did I do? Did I get it? <laughs> you got it. You're going to get it. Okay. I saw this one last night during a commercial break at Afterburner. I don't usually scroll the phone, but it felt appropriate and somewhat reminiscent of the Flames game. It wasn't a great start, but there was hope. Oh, oh, come on. That's Real a tough sound. ending. 48 seconds left. Wow, that's going to stink. That's not the sound. Oh, so is that AI rest? I feel like it's got to be somebody adding a little cushion. Jeez. Oh, dear. Yeah. Maybe we should do I got one more. It's our final one. All right. Pardon me? Here. Sorry, yeah. Peter. A couple more. Sorry, this is the gym. Uh, there, there's protocols at the gym. Jack's a big gym guy. And you just, you know, What's guys got Jack? headphones on. That's fine. Everyone's got their own space. Be respectful of the workplace. There we go. Oh, oh no. You can't be throwing your hoop in there. What's going on here? Oh, Jack is steamed here. Like, oh. That's bad. That is bad form. That's part of your face. Yeah, fall there. Yeah. Jack, how That's did you why I don't go to the gym. It's not safe, Dean. That's why I don't go. Just asking for it. You could. That's why you're going to build a home gym, so you don't yeah. have to leave the house. Right. You love leaving. Didn't you do? Didn't you have some sort of exercise routine that you're addicted to for a while? Yeah, yeah. The pandemic. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? Oh, it's so over. So over. Yeah. <laughs> is it pandemic done? Is over. it collecting dust, or is it just less regular? Uh, no, it's uh, right off. Really? Right off. Yeah. Because it's still yeah. there and it works though, right? All the gains that were made are gone. Everything's back yeah. to normal. Back, the gains to, back to misery and despair. Thanks for asking. Maybe today start a new one? Probably. How's not. the motivation to get back in the saddle? So they not real high. Feeling um, low. No. Not real high. Is there anything that could be done to spur you? Seems unlikely right now. It uh, kind of does. I did go for a spin two days ago. Oh, that's good. And uh, you have certain settings on the bike that you can yeah. put in. And as your cardio and your fitness level r rises, then so too does the, you know, that sort of thing. So sure. I've not changed them. Since I was in relative, I had been riding for well over a year, year and a half, two years, that sort of thing. So I'd have those presets still in there. 
discouraging to see where we're at right now, where the heart rate is well, you quite gotta... high early into the ride. You can't be Nashville every night. You know, it's no. one day at a time. Don't forget the best how day much you can have. time and effort you'd put into it. Like you were regular, like a daily occurrence for you. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was uh, ironclad that he was going to get a ride in. Even if you had priority. to sneak it in before supper. That's right. I snuck one in Christmas Day. Best of intentions. That's why you had a great day and you're excited about your. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, those were the good times. Get them going again, buddy. You can do it. And now we're here with you and you with us. Yeah. Well, that's a cheery on, on YouTube to the Pinder Report on this Wednesday. 24th day of talking January. to 19 people on YouTube. 2024. My life year. is our Lord, a roaring success. Village Honda, huge selection of used vehicles, all makes, all models, all budgets. Over 90 units on site, access to over 400, 500 more inside the dealership Jeez, huh? group. Make Village Honda your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. They're worth the trip. Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall. I need the sad music. You have it in front of you. Yeah, no? Uh, spooky. Well, yeah. Anyway, I got I to figure that out. Sad times indeed. Were you happier then, though? Like, I don't know if you were. So maybe you were. I thought like you were happier or less miserable. Is that the same? the same thing? Maybe not. I feel like they're the same, but I'm not an expert. There's going to be a threshold at some point where you cross over. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't really know either. Not real sure. Um, we gave away most recently. It was the Huberdo jersey that was Bill. autographed and uh and awarded to one lucky listener viewer and uh it was all part of look at it is look at our boy how happy to do this he was very excited he was in the studio poking around and then he's like oh is it a plasti oh. he was so jacked so excited plasti bill here there we you go i don't love there it there you go so that's uh that's a very happy human right there. Very yes, happy indeed. human. And uh, a presentation, of course, of uh, our buddy Rhodesy and everybody over at the Hearing Loss Clinic. And they're back at it again. They're back Can't at it. Stop. Can't stop, won't stop. You go on Twitter slash X, you go on Instagram, you find the Hearing Loss Clinic. It's at the Hearing Loss Clinic on Instagram, at the Hearing Loss on, uh, on X. If, you're, if you follow both and you're in on Flames Nation as well, that's Kadeem Carey right there. Autographed Carey wow. jersey and football. The next round of giveaway. It's, and we're, you get both. You get both. The football and the jersey could be yours. Go check it out on social media. Make sure you follow and get in. And uh, we'll give this one about a week or so. And then we'll have another smiling gentleman or lady in the studio to grab that. And take a photo. And then plaster it on the show. You know what I mean? That's hearing loss. Thanks. Thank you. Rhodes Thank you, Rhodesy. Appreciate it. Be following. It's a good follow on the socials. Let's go. We didn't talk a lot about the game last night because we got into it, and then it was noodles, and then yep. it was Pinder Report. We had the Arizona video. That's right. I brought it up in, uh, in our conversation with Jamie, just Elias Lindholm. Now, had chances last night. And this is not just a hammer on him. 
but I didn't realize until I was looking through the game notes and you start because they, they'll have all the players and then yeah. the string of games and you can go back and see plus minus minutes assists goals over that stretch and it's zero in 14 and I knew it had been goals the, to specify not yeah. the bet the goals in in 14 straight one goal in his last 23 and it felt like when Sharon Govich and Huberto were coming around that he was kind of coming around with them and now points wise perhaps mm-hmm. but eight goals in 47 games is where Lindholm is right now Oof. which uh he's, 24 he's, last year and he's well off that pace and that was down from considerably from the year before. I guess forty. Yeah, was yeah. Um, I don't know. I I know that, we, and it's not that we disagree. It just I, I I'm again more leery, and Pinder, you're more uh, positive about what kind of a haul this guy is going to bring at the deadline, and. You can, if you're a GM, you can look at it and say, yes, that's in Calgary. It's a different fit here with our team. This is a guy who can play with elite players. And we've had this conversation before, Mm -hmm. but I just thought at some point here, Lindholm would just naturally start, be playing better, would be maybe leading the team in scoring, would have the goals and would be playing better. We're now just over a month out from that March 8th deadline. There's not a lot of time left for him to really rally and turn this thing around if you throw in that 10-day break they, they're back to work in february start of february so you're basically a month away it's not been a good run here eight points in 11 games are just all assists <clears throat> and and i don't know i mean i don't know that sharon govich is a distributor so much as a finisher huberto is so hit or miss and i i don't think he's doing nothing i do like the shot volumes i'm seeing from him he's got 32 shots his last 11 games you're, you're, that's sort of the three shots a game is that's where you'd like to see him it's not that he's not around it i feel like it's more of a things aren't going in for him and again if you're buying a elias Lindholm, you've got an idea of where he's going to play in your lineup and who he's going to play with and to be fair i think it's probably guys that are going to be better at uh you know creating offense than the two that he's got here because frankly Huberto is what on pace for 40 something and Sharon Govich is having a really nice year but I, you know this summer what, what did people think of him I mean it's it's a significant drop from the talent that he had around him two years ago he is not a driver we, we know he's not a number one center I think you're selling a number two center here so what's that mean for your haul I think it probably looks something like Ryan O'Reilly who moved at the deadline last year. Maybe a little more because he's a little younger. It's a first plus. I mean, if Frank thinks Monahan's getting the first, I still like this guy a lot more than Monahan. He's durable. He plays better defense. He skates. Oh, you definitely like him better than Monahan. Yeah. And so, and and Frank's pretty dead set on Monahan's going to get a first. I don't agree with that, but he's going to get, I think there's going to be a gap between what Monahan gets and what Lindholm will fetch you. Was he dead set? Like I kind of yeah, we've talked about it. About I know he brought it on. True, um, he wrote an article on it. It's basically the the, the title of the article is Sean Monahan's going to get a first. Is okay. Well, the, the grasp of it. I guess that's dead set. Yeah, it's well, he just yeah. for for Lindholm. It has to affect to some degree what he's going to make this summer. Yeah, in a, in a new contract, and and it does. It just it, yeah. it affects what kind of return Craig is going to get unless he goes on a nice on a real tear before yep. March 8th, it's just, you're just not going to get what you were hoping for. And it might still be a first and, mm-hmm. but 
it's not it's the just not thing will be five 10 15 years from now when you look back on it and go well what was he worth this last summer or Before, yeah two years ago yeah it, like you know if, I mean? and you didn't know at that point you thought he was one of the best centers in the league well, he's one of the best i mean he's a top line center now I just like, mean well, last summer. I just mean right? last summer when he said he doesn't. He's going to explore his options. Yeah. And Conroy finally takes over. Were there options on the table? Are they better now or worse? Or or I'm not. I I don't know that they're that different. We won't know, but I think they'd be in the same range, like lower, but not that much lower. It wasn't like he was great last year. He sure wasn't. Well, that's the thing. And yeah, are, are yeah, you, are you getting from a great year and you had mm -hmm. last year, you could go, yeah, his two buddies left him. So he mm -hmm. was, and, and he didn't have talent around him. I think the same things are true. I know, but you're now two years out. You could have, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I get your point, but it was real fresh last year. You would have still been able to say, ah, oh, he's a 40 goal guy for sure. I'm longer away from it. The more you watch him, you realize he is. He I just wonder if we're top five in the NHL. Yeah. I wonder if this is another one of those players retro. And like, I wonder if this is one of those things where we watch them all the time and we have a price tag. Yeah. That's oh, no, it's going to be the same and it's the same. And it's, a, and I don't know how other teams feel about him. Do other teams see him in a similar vein? Like, yeah, he can be a second line center, but depending on the team, how much better is he than a guy that we already have? Or how much better is he than a guy who I don't have to give up a first for? I can get That's why him. we keep talking about Boston and Colorado. Yeah. He is better than those guys. But if, if right? you have that, to get that's why it's a fit. If you have to do a first and, what if it's Monaghan for a third or a second? I think Monaghan's a third or, line or some other center. center. So if you want a third there. line center, yeah. I, I, I think if, you have, if you're a contender, and you bring Sean Monahan in to be your second line center. I think you're going to be disappointed. So I, I think I, it's shopping in the wrong aisle, so to speak. Uh, it, it's it's diet caffeine free. I see it the same. Really want to drink, but I don't know how GMs. Wow, it's 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 it reeks to me of what like Noodle said about me saying, "Oh, he's got to go to Toronto, Markstrom, Toronto. Why wouldn't you go all well? Because there might be other moves that we have to make, and it's the sum of all the parts." Mm -hmm that matter it's not just a, a look at one thing oh we're the better one thing that Go sorry ahead. yeah monahan's attractive because the salary I, but i'm and that's I, the real I, you, you might be able to add two guys instead it's of not one monahan it's yeah. it's not necessarily a monahan conversation we're not trying to compare lindholm to monahan so much as we're trying to say yeah are we as flames fans uh, and true <clears throat> believers going to get the haul that we expected so I th i'll give you another example uh you remember when stastny got traded to winnipeg at the deadline yeah do you know yeah yeah i do uh, you there there are many cases ryan that were i know that players get traded for a first at the deadline i, I do understand that yeah and it's a 16 goal I, season like it's just i just think there's we forget how valuable centers can be that can play big minutes and against other teams top lines like if stastny less than 20 goals gets you a first he never has flashed the ceiling that Lindholm has with what you saw when he played with Johnny and Matthew Kachuk yeah, or even I, I, And I, I'm with you in thinking that's what they, that's what you want. That's yeah. what they probably should get. That's what mm -hmm. he should bring. I, I just, I, I don't, I just wonder because we thought Zadorov was worth more and we thought Toffoli was worth more. So we, and well, wait, wait, wait. What, <clears throat> I still don't understand. And uh, 
we're not GMs and we don't have inside information to say, but what is the expectation? What was the expectation? What is okay in return? A first for Lindholm? First plus, I think would be great. Well, what the hell does that mean? A first plus a prospect or a second pick. That's what I mean by first plus. Yeah. Well, seventh round pick. If it's a first and fifth. That'd be, that'd be pretty meh for sure. Yeah. And again, we don't know. We can only look at what's happened in the past. So I would be concerned if there was a lot of players like Lindholm who are having bad offensive years that move for peanuts. And that's the only reason I keep bringing up these historical ones is because it's like, well, that's how, what have GMs done in the past? Their past behavior is their best indicator of future behavior. And there are guys that are inferior to him that got first pretty regularly. I've had a tough time finding Elias Lindholm who moved for almost nothing. Like it's typically someone that's way overpaid and he's not, he's underpaid. Yeah, Even I'm not saying it's nothing, but if, if a first and a fifth is kind of meh, I, I don't know how much better. Right. Cause it's what, well, are, what is the GM is? saying? I know that Elias Lindholm is a second line center. I saw him play with Kachuk and Gaudreau two years ago. And I, that's what it is. Or do they look at it and say, well, no, that's, that was two years ago to Rhett's point. What's he, what's he done then? How much of that success was on the back of those two superstars? And that's why the comps they gave you weren't 40 goal centers. They're the guys that had 18 goals that year. And got. I'm just underwhelmed and thinking that we're going to get a first from Boston and even a fifth. Great. Like the other thing you might do is it might look more like a Toffoli trade where you find a toolsy younger player and some other assets. Um, And it's worked well in the Sharon Govich. Sure has. Yeah. Um, and look, you might've really coveted a first round pick in one of the deepest drafts in years in Nashville. And that kid, you might've gone on the podium and said his name and in four years, he might not be a player in the NHL, but you really wanted it because of the pedigree of the draft. I mean, I think they've done well in that deal. That's not an example of, of, of Connie fumbling the bag at this point, is it? The Sharon Govich? Yeah. No, I think it's been really good. And I, so they might use that model. If, if they I'm like fine with that. I, I almost prefer it because I think I'm a little bit is it jilted? You could be jilted, yeah. I'm jilted because of the Aginla thing. And I realized yeah. that Aginla was a whole, it's a different world then. But <laughs> you got F all. Yeah. I, I, so I it's think great it's to say, scary. well, we're going to get rid of Lindholm and we're going to get a first. And it's like, okay. It's a scary thing because no matter where you pick, it's still a prospect. And that yeah. when you're moving things to the deadline, they're not high-end picks. But look, there's there's players in there. Right after the Flames took Emile Poirier at 22, Shea Theodore, a great defenseman who's almost all-star level, went four picks later. And then they took Morgan Klimchuk, and Ryan Hartman went two picks later. And he's a pain in the ass that's been in the league for 10 years. Like, there's guys around, and I'm less concerned about this front office messing up picks. They've actually been pretty damn good in the draft. Um, compared to when Jay Feaster was running the show. And that's a component. I think they should be more comfortable taking picks than that regime should be. Just like, you know, GMs that aren't great at drafting, why keep those picks? If you're Kenny Holland's crew and you've had a tough time in the draft, trade all your fucking picks. Go get young guys. Uh, but these guys have drafted well. I'm, I'm less concerned than about a swing and a miss. And the thing about the Sharon Govich trade, uh, we were kind of underwhelmed and there were a lot of people who were real underwhelmed they thought this was a, a horrendous trade so uh, it's be prepared to maybe be underwhelmed but also be prepared to let the thing ride out for a little bit yeah have to because uh, yeah some of these trades 
when you let them ride out, it just kept getting worse. Uh, so when, uh, when does uh, the kid from college show up? Uh, where's uh, Where's uh, Mike Mark Kandari? Is he where is Mark Mark Kandari? Is he uh, Clem? Nowski Agostino. Yeah. Uh, and we can talk more about it tomorrow, but, uh, if you had to handicap resign or trade on Hall Hannafin, just kind of quickly off the top of your head, what are you feeling today? As he's now another goal last night, I, career I high is 10. He's got eight. I think the flames are more keen on it than they were before. I don't know where I, he's at. And that's I, the biggest piece happy to put that, mm -hmm. push that contract back in front of him and have him sign it. Because what was I, seven and a half? Was it seven and a half? It was going to be sixty over eight? eight, which is seven and a half. And they were in that horrible opening ten game stretch, two seven and one, and things just backed off, as they do when teams are that bad. No one wants to sign up to be on a miserable bottom dweller, and teams don't want to lock up guys on teams that are miserable. It's like, why are we securing a bad team? We, we'd rather change teams. So I get that. My question is, is if 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 you know they're going to move Lindholm and you know they're going to move Tanov and you think they might move Markstrom in the next year, why, if you're Noah Hannafin, are you choosing this place for the next eight years of your career? That's why. The money will be better, but it wouldn't be markedly better necessarily. You could be closer to home. You could certainly find yourself on a more competitive roster next year. I think it's all in Noah Hannafin's court. Because you talk about it in the in the terms of sixty million, so sixty million over eight. What do you need to get per year to get the sixty million on a seven year deal? You're now north of eight, and I you just yeah, you might have no to one's given them you seven can. or eight million bucks to 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 to, to be on a better team uh, and not have the eighth year. Like I think he's easily a fifty million dollar defender on the open market. That's seven times seven and a tiny bit of change. He's going to get seven from people as a free agent. So are you willing at fifty? to be closer to home and go to contender, whatever those things are that drive you, exactly. or is that extra 10 million? Okay. Now I'm willing to go through a partial rebuildy type thing for a few years in Calgary. That's Rhett, probably you've always, way. But Rhett, you've kind of talked about over the years that that's, that's $10 million. That's, that's hard to just kind of shrug it, your shoulders and is, walk away. It's from. also, it's also hard when you're a kid. And you're you've been making a millions and millions of dollars since you were 18 years old to understand it. It it means more to you when you're 50, and you go, you know, I could have had 10 million, 10 million there, and, and it's winning, guys. Pasternak left like at least 10 and, million and, on the table. And don't be He's stupid. In his body loves. And don't I, be I, stupid. It, it and don't be stupid. 10 million, absolutely, it's 10 million bucks. But again, if you're in a better tax situation, mm -hmm. it's not 10 million. Yeah. And winning, like I, if you're, if you look at I Seattle, absolutely. I'm not, I'm, I'm just talking. I know that winning matters, a hundred percent. It matters, and then it matters for your next contract. Yeah, but I'm just saying that sixty million in Alberta. What does that mean in different states and, and cities? Yeah, like, it would be significantly more than when the tax-free states and rather comparable to your New York, California's, and better than Ontario and Quebec. Right, like it's not just. A flat line. No, Add and you still pay tax like in all these jurisdictions. That's what people forget. You don't play 82 home games. You pay state tax in Ohio. You pay state tax in New York. You pay, or every state you go to, you have to pay that you perform in and you earn revenue in. It is not a, you get all 82 games in Florida's tax bracket. That's not how the league works. The Florida players still pay Ontario tax when they play in Ottawa and Toronto. It's a rather convoluted thing that agents are all over. And 
I don't think fans grasp how that works necessarily. It's not just, oh, he doesn't pay state tax. Well, no, he's got 42 road games. Do we have to pay tax uh, for doing the show in Phoenix? Only if we make huge amounts of money, I would think, mm. yeah. Then don't have to good. worry about that. Yeah, we're, we're doing a stick all right there then. Yeah. Uh, let's do the Betway bets. Took a look at the NHL sked tonight that has seven games on it. Betway, get the Betway app, play along. The official gaming partner and just the gaming friend of Barnburner is Betway. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Here's what we got. The oh. Winnipeg Jets are in Toronto to play the Leafs. Uh, the Jets were on a real heater. They lost one. I give me the Austin. Money. Austin, yeah. they lost it. Yeah, that was a, what the first game and thirty some where they gave up uh, more than three. That money line, fair. just give me a Jets win for plus one hundred five. I don't think that they've solved their goaltending situation in Toronto, and I don't know mm -hmm. that. And Arizona is in Florida. Sam Reinhardt, I had it here. Eight, remember he was on that hit heater. Eight straight games with at least a goal. He actually had 10 goals in that eight-game stretch. Then did not get a goal against Minnesota, but then scored the next game against Nashville. Keep another another heater. Just another one on the go for Reinhardt. Anytime goal plus 120. Uh, I, that just feels like uh that feels Free easy. Yeah. Feels like easy for me. Those are my two bets for that uh, bet way today. Really quickly, you know who's weighing this whole Winning, tax climate, more money, bad team. Sam Reinhardt's going to score 60 as a free agent this summer. Mm -hmm. Doing it right. <laughs> Do you want to stay with the Panthers? Because you know what? I'm sure Seattle would love you. I'm not going to be the same. Chicago would love you. Not going to be the same. Uh, you're my picks. Leave, right? Once you're, oh, yeah. once you're set up a, in Florida. It is a good tax spot. The weather's unreal. Um, yeah. He's seen being on a bad team too. I don't think Sammy's going to chase the top dollar after what he went through in Buffalo for a while. I'm with you with the Jets against Toronto tonight, Dino. How about that? Plus money for a better team. That's uh, We can't look past that. And I like the Avs uh, minus a goal and a half at home. They have been an absolute steamroller, especially at home where McKinnon's just been sensational. Go Avs. Logan O'Connor, by the way, having a nice year. The Calgary boy. Steamroller. Steamroller. Steam get the Betway app. Get the Betway app on your phone. Get it where, wherever you're doing your uh, your stuff. Is it on your phone, the desktop, tablet? Where are you doing it? Just get it on your phone. It's Betway. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Full screen for my Betway bet. Just in case you missed it. If you're like noodles and you need goggles to be able to see it, there it was. Mm. Extra large. Extra You're having large fun way. with the uh, comments on Afterburner last night. Speaking of uh, reading the small font. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it happens. It, it, How was the mood last night after the game? Well, it, uh, not quite. Uh, proving what we thought they were, though, at the same time, right? It's yeah. not like this wasn't talked about that they could not perform well here in these final three. I best year a three and three homestand now. Yeah. You gotta bring there your were, dads back. That, that's the fucking problem. I mean, there was this, there's you look at little situations and how it turns, right? If you don't give up the shorthanded goal, Huberto's on a breakaway, and defenseman gets a stick there. in his hands. If they again a power play, we know what the power play, but if, if you make that four to one and they had some opportunities there, you think there maybe a three-goal lead should be enough. And even this they haven't been squandering leads necessarily. They've been Not the way Markstrom's been playing. Right, they've been pretty good. Yep. They uh, 
it just felt like get to overtime at least get to overtime where it didn't happen against Toronto. If you remember the goal was disallowed, you wanted overtime in that game here. You give one up late. It just seeing a lead slip. And because they were, they were definitely shaky at the start of the game. They're mm. dead. Five shots on goal in the third period. I think is what they got. After what? 29 through 40 or 30. Right? It was impressive. Uh, uh, they bounced back after the bad start, but you wanted a little bit more. You almost wonder if they just, exhaled a little bit like we got this maybe that bottom d pair is it's tough right now shaky yeah we talked about it last night i think you've got to go gilbert d simone until you get shillington in there and the sooner the better just the two lefties plus just austerly generally speaking it's not been good meanwhile uh hey congrats uh mckenzie weaker good Weeks. for you bud 11 goals only Rasmus Dahlin and Quinn Hughes have more goals than uh, than Weeks. Tied Extend with Dowdy and Bouchard. Uh, Quinn Hughes, 12. Dahlin has 13 goals. So he's right there in terms of it's goal fun. scoring. And this, uh, I saw this, which uh, may be surprising. Maybe not. I don't know. Weeger and Hannafin both score last night. Anderson is having a fine season offensively. They have 30 goals from the blue line, tied for third most in the league with Carolina. Wouldn't have guessed. Only the Avalanche a great year. and yeah. Canadians, Montreal. Only those two have more offense coming from the back end. And if you added Shillington, again, asterisk, yeah. there is a guy that can do some offense too. And I'm, I, I can't move off of it. I, I think it was, I think it was in the Pinder report. I was asking, and we, I ask you every day the power play. At what point? Because right now it's just, oh, they're not going to score. You just shrug it off. Power play late in the third. Well, they didn't get a shot on net. Yeah, it's a tie game. Well, it would have been good. Probably would have helped if they had got Start looking at the one goal losses that they have this year and how the power play went over in like half of them. So, oh, that probably would have made a difference in a one goal game. Is How big of a concern is this? Is Do you just ride the year out? And I'm not looking to get Savard fired, but wow, I just wonder is... at what point do you look at it and say, well, our goaltending's really good and five on five, we're 17th overall. And I looked this they're they're first in the league four on four. Anyway, they're they're not struggling to score goals, but they struggle mightily. At at what where, where's the breaking point where either as a coach or the GM or somebody says, okay, listen, this is not acceptable because our goal is to make the playoffs. It's a long runway for Savard so far, I would say. I think yeah, the first year and everyone uh believes that it should turn around and that he's got good ideas but sometimes the proof is in the pudding and i, I just like they don't do well in shootouts either right like sharon govich is great no one else you want to see go up and take them it, it isn't five on five it is more of an exhibition of skill and it matches up with what we've said about this team all year which is they don't have game breakers. And, you know, even what we've seen from Sharon Govich, which is just over a 30 goal pace, feels overwhelming because of how, you know, scarce this high end talent is for this group. Um, I, I'm not surprised they aren't scoring on the power play when you look at their personnel, but it still should be better than 13%. It's, and it doesn't give you the sense that it's close to breaking through. Yeah. It They're gives you there's it around and it's like, that oh. right. We, and we say it all the time. If, if you're not scoring at the very least, don't give your opponents momentum from it. And 
They've they, allowed six shorties against. They gave a goal up last Six. Night. Yeah. They've no scored point. 20 on the man advantage. And they've allowed six. Uh, plus 14 is not good when you've got how many power play opportunities? 148. It's not good, guys. Oof. I can tell you. Third from the bottom and very close to the bottom now. Um, just a mere percentage. A lot of one goal games. In well, they can do what the parents want to do here. Just let everybody play. Let them play. Ooh, where are you at? Because there, there's definitely an age where everyone should be playing and coaches shouldn't be trying to win. And then there's an age where it's like, no, no, we're definitely trying to win and not everyone should be playing. Like, we, we, where we're are we? Crossing the cusp into the ladder. Okay. This is... And power play is usually the first place you see it because, again, skill. Yes. I don't know what you want me to add. We are we're well, crossing more. over, Let's but go. I'm just I asked mm -hmm. you guys if the, maybe the Flames should just employ that model of let everybody go. Can't, I don't know how much worse it could be. Yeah, Get Garzy out there. Yeah, put Garzy in front. Working their no ass off. Yeah, I, I do like seeing Rasmus more with the top group than any of the other D. And I know they keep messing around, and maybe there was, you know, an injury or something that kept him off that unit for a while. But I just think he's a clear cut above anyone else on that unit. What about five forwards? Five forwards? Five D? I'm okay with it. Shit. Yeah. You want to try some things? Yeah, now's the time. I don't know that your fifth most skilled forward is going to wow anyone, but <laughs> why not try it? I mean, with Colorado or if you're some of these other teams, like, yeah, fuck, our fifth forward is going to score 40. Like, <laughs> our, our guy might get 12. <laughs> 13 games they've lost by one goal. In six of the 13, their power play went over on the night. I think they lost 52 by one last year, didn't they? Or something, 30 over? Like, it was crazy last year. They had the league in one goal losses. And again, I don't know that it changes what, what they are if you get those goals, but think of, so that's 13 losses by a goal. Split them in half, put another five or six wins in there. That's 10, 12 points. What difference does that make? It uh, it looks a whole lot different. I don't think though that you can do simplify it that much because I'll bet too much that one most third? Teams, that most teams have a whole bunch of one goal losses. So if you yeah. you know, and if you're just saying oh they're just going to score in that game, well okay, so they're now scoring at one out of three, one out of four. That's twenty five to thirty three percent. This group yeah. ain't able to do that. Like slot them in at eighteen percent. I think it's probably closer to their ceiling. Sell, 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 sell. 10.6% on home ice. So bad. 32nd overall. Worse than the league. I think that's, uh, well, I was going to say, it's near get, the bottom. If, if we could get Utah in. Until that's all late. That's right. And then will be 33. Who's worse than us? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They haven't even scored uh, a goal. DoorDash. What's on the menu for DoorDash? You mm. know how DoorDash works? You get it on your phone. You start looking around. Well, what do I want? Do, I need, do we need groceries? No, Maybe. you need ramen. Buy some flowers for my uh, my significant other. Maybe get a croissant. Get one of those uh, delicious croissants we used to have from that uh, boulangerie. What was on those things? That French bakery. That was, yeah. Oh, that French bakery. There was cheese and ham in there. And ham and cheese. Yes. I'd, I'd be asleep by 1045 so a.m. <laughs> Just lights out. So heavy. Good night, Good Jim night, Kite. Jim Kite. Anyway, it's not about, uh, maybe you want that. I'm not sure. But with DoorDash, yeah. ordering is easy. You get the app, pick out what you want from where you want, and it shows right up on to your doorstep. Limited time now. 
Listeners get 25% off. Zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more with that promo code right there in your screen, Nation25. So seven games in the NHL. Uh, got in, What's on your menu there, Pinder? Well, it's the game you and I are uh, watching with close eyes with uh, maybe a toonie on as well. It's the Jets mm. at Leafs, 5 o'clock start. Leafs are favored at home. They've had a miserable road swing. Uh, they did win in Calgary, but everything else seemed to go not so great for them. Blown leads in a bunch of them. Meanwhile, the Jets have just been humming. It looks like Connor Hellebuck's Vesna to lose. Rick Bonus is getting talk about coach of the year. They just got Kyle Connor back. They look like they won the trade of the summer against the Los Angeles Kings. That'll be a fun one at five o'clock. And then we got a little golf for you, Rhett, because I know it's a little chilly outside. Why don't you turn on the TV and listen to some birds chirp? The fellas on tour, they're done with the desert. They finished with Hawaii. Now they make a California swing. They're at Torrey Pines in greater San Diego where the cool ocean breezes swing in at night and you can watch the sun disappear into the Pacific Ocean. That's what's on the menu. Door dash. Dash that for the win with DoorDash. Have you played Torrey Pines Retro? Have you teed them up at Torrey? It's a public track, so you can line up at 5 a.m. and play for a very reasonable number. That is not common amongst uh, PGA venues. There's a few, like Beth Page Black's another, but it's a public course. Phenomenal. Did you keep track of how many rounds you got in last year, Ryan? I wouldn't like, have been that... many. Yeah, I think it probably 11 or 12. Bro, retro? Many. Goose? Uh, Goosey, yeah. I was hoping to get to the 25 to 30, but uh, this whole having children thing, they don't go to school in the summer. What the hell do we mm. do with these guys? Yeah, See, school again. Screws no. everything up. I know. Jeez. Is there any part of your... Now, did, did you miss it, Red, having gone a full summer without getting on the course? There's a few fellows that I would love to go and play around with, but I also could just go over to the house and cook a brisket and have fun <laughs> same guys because you know. now could you do both because i i say this every year but i i wonder if maybe more than zero would be uh would be a good goal to have this you year. get a great for day you out there, or you know? oh well for both of us I'm, my shoulders hurt when i play now so it's a whole different ball game it's not it's not even about time or any of that it's about yeah. actual pain management you know what you, you need to do? Drive the cart. Yeah. Get a little yeah, whiskey water, run the country music on the boom Ooh. box, hang with your fellas and drive the cart on a beautiful day. I have to day. get to a certain level of intoxication for the pain not to hurt. So, mm -hmm. so that's a few. So Maybe you're swinging too hard. Boom, you've got that track just down. You can I know, yeah, get I know. on your scooter, you're downhill, you'd be there. Yeah, no time. My motorized cart. Yeah. I'm close to that territory. Where, where are we going shopping? Well, do they so you have need to get out of your house. Motorized carts? So I think it would be good for you. I don't Fresh air, to do that. sunshine, vitamin D. I'm sure that's accurate. Uh, some new news. Some news, new news. Uh, coming through. I won't say it's breaking, but it is news. As uh, the Flames have Adam Ruzicka and Nick DeSimone on waivers this morning. So that, Whoa. What, does, what does that mean? Does that mean a Shillington appearance coming? Does that... Hmm. Does mean does mean I think with the defenseman going down, that's a natural spot to start thinking about it. We've all only heard about how good Oliver's looked gating, practicing. Um, and with Rizichka, we heard basically Huska say we're, we're now accepting, accepting applications for fourth line center. Like he has not been undeniable at all. And that fourth line really doesn't have much of an identity, except that you kind of like AJ Greer. Mm -hmm. Um, 
there's been some other forwards that uh, are we, I don't think we're at Pelche time yet. He hasn't played in the American league yet. I don't think Cole Schwint blew your hair back last no, night. No, didn't. But, uh, uh, that, the whole 79 training camp number probably didn't help. Uh, yeah. But uh, Emilio Patterson's having a nice year. Uh, maybe it's a... Rizichka hasn't Bishop. been good enough to hold anyone else yeah, underwater. Right? Benny Dimes, still there? Or maybe My guy! He was your guy, Rhett. Toolsy. Uh, here you are. There's there's another pike bomb. Maybe just stash guys to get bank casters. Here's sure, but you can I also do that after Chicago's game. I always think about now. the stashing, uh, but the, it means you have to expose them. And if they're good enough to be exposed but not picked up, then that's not stashing. That's just he's no good. Because this they would be the first the time, Correct, uh, yeah. just off the top of my head, is this the first time Rizichka's been on waivers I post? Yeah. Right? Pike would know for sure. DeSimone's already cleared them once. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. feels... Yeah. yeah, this feels like the first time that they've risked losing Ruzichka on waivers, <laughs> but I could be wrong. And yeah, I don't know. Does someone pick him up? I There's enough tape on him by now. He does not wow you. Doesn't make a lot of money. Doesn't wow you. He's not small, but he doesn't really use the frame as much as you like. Yeah. So that's... Uh, Take it easy. That's where we what? are. I'm working. Jeez. Get mad at me, people. Rosie, that's kind of a sad way to end the show. What could have been? Yeah, you really depressed us. You could have saved that for your. You beat the odds, honestly. <laughs> you take a kid as late as you did with Rosie. He's already played more than good for you, bud. Yeah, go get hey? Yeah, got I some go NHL money, dog. some NHL games. Turn this into some big money in Bratislava. Let's go. Atta boy. Good for him. Did we spin it? You were so half bullpen. Positive. I'd say I want you to hang out with the shoveler, but you always shit talk her. So I don't know if I want to. Big that. fan of the shoveler. Quite the opposite. I would not want him around the shoveler if I were you, Red. <laughs> no, that's just no boy. He's one of the last You're guys. Using your, your hips enough. You're really going to hurt your back here. Let me just. There, there, there we go. Now push the snow now. And she's from Buffalo. So she's, I mean, a dude with a mullet. It's probably right awesome. in the wheelhouse. You know? Tell her I played high school football. Got to be close, right? Ryan, just, you know. What? He likes football? It's Buffalo. He's, see, big, he's out. Big sport. Big they love football there. We know yeah, I, I'm aware they, yeah. Come Got on. it. Uh, that'll do it. That'll do it for today. Thanks to Noodles. Thanks to Noodles for coming on. Always good to see Noodles. Noodles Thursday. It'll be a game day. Who do they play tomorrow? Can we get nicknames. I'm just looking at the screen here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Boomer's got a nickname. You've got a nickname, Boomer. You go yeah, by great. Boomer, and then there's us two losers. Uh, you're the Retster or Retsky? I can't believe you said the proof is in the pudding today. I mean, you I said the proof is in the pudding, which yeah. I'm, that makes me very sad. I know. I very sad. Purpose. Must have been a serious conversation because I actually know. wasn't sure which is the right one. I, I know. That does I have, happen I to do me catch too. Myself. Yeah. You hear so many redisms, and you're like, "Which one's that's that? the worst?" Said, Noodles said lightning in a, and I'm like, "I yeah, that's the, you know what? It's the pudding one that I do. I'll take a half a beat. Yeah, truth, truth in the proof is in the pudding. Got Geo it. Geo, metrically speaking, right? Speaking, yeah. that's another one where I gotta catch. Geometrically speaking, <laughs> good old days. Good old days. All right, everybody, have a great rest here.
still. What? Ooh. It's foggy doggy. Not good. Buffalo's a great place. That's motivated. Based on what we've seen the last few weeks. Huge motivation. <laughs> Seems like a real destination spot for a lot of people. Could have been anywhere, but yeah. somehow they got you. Just looking forward to the days when you could retire and put your feet up in Buffalo. Watch the fog roll in. I thought I was coming for a Super Bowl. But all right. Yeah. It's fine. Next year, though, for sure. Always. It's, well, once they draft that quarterback, yeah, look out. Apparently Have a great Kelsey day, everybody. Told, apparently, my kid told me, apparently, Travis Kelsey told Josh Allen in the group after the game. Yep. T Swift throws the ball better than you. Oh, no. Jeez. Oh. Wow. Whoa! That's deep boom. I mean, that's, that's straight out of a teenager's mouth, so you know, it's it's damn talk. well true. Yeah, Gossip. probably on probably on Twitter or on the gram or something like that for watch sure. Out. Yeah, watch your watch sure, back, sure. Josh. Uh, subscribe, like, be Dude. good, help others, eat Some well. People don't even know what subscribe and like mean, though. I've explained it to a few deadbeats. Right it does help here. us if you could do that. Appreciate that very much. So on the YouTube. When you're all watching on the on Flames Nation channel, subscribe. And if you're watching a video or there's a thumbs up, you click the the thumbs up thing, and that'll uh, that goes a long way. There's algorithms and there's you know measurements and all kinds of stuff. Geometry. Do the same on your audio podcast too. If you're hearing us on the Spotify, the Apple, the Google, the Amazons. Yeah, do it. What's the old five star review? Yeah. Do it. Do it. I'm getting a text. How's it going? Are you able to? Oh. All right. Good luck, team. Stop. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 